1: All right. Today is Friday, May 31st. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. A Delaware woman is sharing her agonizing story of a vacation attack. Tammy Lawrence Daly says she was brutally attacked at the Majestic Elegance all-inclusive resort in Punta Cana in January. She went to get a snack at the bustling resort when she heard footsteps. He just plowed into my back and I remember the grunt he made when he hit me. It's in my nightmares, she said. The attacker plum- uh, pummeled the mother of two for hours. She could feel the bones in her face cave and her her teeth break. I, well, this oh my, was hard ah, to look at ah, a, a picture of her. The poor thing. I was watching
3: the video, the, and, and she was brutalized. Yeah, brutalized. And, and and so it left like in a in a in a, in a foyer or yep. a doorway. Yep. And uh, they like were a looking. Crawl space. Oh my
2: god. Uh, he at that point. Uh, began choking me, strangling me, she said. The mother of two went in and out of consciousness. She says the assailant then dragged her limp body into a dark crawl space inside the five-star resort. It was pitch black. All I could think of was my husband's going to find me dead with my head bashed in. Uh, Lawrence Daly suffered a broken orbital, broken hand, nerve damage, and other injuries. She's had a half a dozen, dozen surgeries and procedures since the attack. It was the second night of the trip when she was beaten. She believes the attacker was ready to pounce. She says that she fought with all of her might to stay alive. She said he used something to wrap around my throat and basically strangle me again. At that point, I knew I was dead, she says, Uh, but she had the will to live. The family says after an exhaustive search spearheaded by her husband and friends, not the resort, Lawrence Daly was found. Her husband Chris Daly uh, feels guilty that he didn't go with her to get the snack, uh, but the resort was busy with other travelers. Uh, He choked up when recounting finding his wife after uh, the search. This was the hardest part, uh, Chris said, seeing her from the back. It didn't look like her until a friend said those are her Shoes.
3: couldn't uh, couldn't even recognize uh, his own wife
2: nope the mother says that one of the maids walked up and put a robe around her uh, and she said that she'd never forget that because to her that translated that she was safe you
3: yeah. know occasionally you hear stories like this at, at resorts you know where where people yeah. are, are attacked and you sort of dismiss them but th- hearing this story i mean you don't dismiss these people and what they went through but um yeah they were talking about this this occurs more than more you than would you, think right really yeah exactly. yeah, yeah. In, in some locations and in fact they're being very critical now i don't know how it's going to shake out. But he said the hot, the hotel staff didn't really assist at all didn't in really looking for much. her. Yeah. And,
2: uh, yeah. And, and it was inside the all-inclusive. Like sometimes yeah. you hear when they leave the resort, like don't leave your resort. You're yes, fine if you're always. here. Right. She was at, it was a five-star all-inclusive resort. In yeah. Florida.
1: When when you stay at those, when, when I stay at those, I mean, I get this kind of like uh king of the world yeah, type yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? You're yeah. impervious. Yeah. You're, I, mean, well, you I can, don't you, need money. Oh, that, <laughs> it, drinks are on me. Yeah. I'll be right back. More jerk chicken. 45 <laughs> margaritas, no problem. I mean, it just, it feels, you feel, you're, you're paying uh, in a, yep. a, a good amount of money for great service and just, uh, to be and do whatever you want right. to do. To be indulged. That I wouldn't even think about my safety, yeah. you know, over some, uh, during a stay like that. Wow.
2: The family says the Dominican police investigation was inadequate at best. She recalls her attacker wearing a Majestic Elegance uniform, but she never saw his face and no suspect has been identified. She says she's warning travelers uh, who go to lavish resorts. It's not safe. It's not safe for women to walk alone. Walk with somebody, uh, the mother says. 6ABC says that they tried to comment the Majestic Elegance Resort and local police but have been unsuccessful to get a comment. The Delaware Valley was hit with another round of severe weather yesterday afternoon and evening, and it left more damage to the area. A tree crashed into a home in Drexel Hill, ripping off a chunk of the roof. It happened at 1 a.m. Friday in the 1200 block of Drexel Avenue. Fire fire crews and emergency responders were called to the scene. Two women and a child were inside the home at the time, but they were not injured, according to a witness. The tree, which has been on the property of an adjacent apartment, took down power lines when it fell. Uh, Pico cut out power to the home and nearby business, this week's back-to-back-to-back storms have caused damage throughout the area. Now, the we- National Weather Service uh, is saying that an EF-0 tornado t- did touch down on the border of Bucks and Lehigh counties at about 3.15 on Wednesday. The National we- Weather Service said that it will continue to survey the damage throughout the area. Firefighters came to the rescue of at least one driver stranded in flooded waters in Winfield Heights. Uh, it happened yesterday about 6 o'clock on the heels of the torrential downpour. A flash flood warning was in effect last night until 9.15 for Philadelphia Bucks, Delaware, and Montgomery county
3: I'm not sure if I heard this correctly, yeah. but this morning uh a thousand trees
1: estimated down in around Harleysville did you I heard that there was a lot of stuff in a yeah thousand? damage in Harley'sville but I personally yeah. didn't see any on my drive this morning it doesn't mean that i mean these these were so intensified small cells that came in and they just were Bang in and yeah. out. We were at the at the YMCA last night in in Harley'sville, the Indian Valley YMCA. It's Fun to be there. Uh, you know, it's <laughs> you know, get yourself clean, get a good meal, all That's kinds right. of stuff. No, but anyway, uh... <laughs> and kill the music. I, you know what? Why, Why? do I
4: not have that on the radio? Don't worry <laughs> about it's it. Crazy.
1: Um, but uh, but we were in the pool area, and they they uh, if there's any lightning, you got to get out of the pool. They they had us get out, and we watched that storm come through, and it was. Crazy for about three or four minutes, and then it just made its way out. Yeah, but by the it time was it was very, very intense.
3: By the time it hit us, uh, so I was upstairs, you know, and and I heard what sounded like a train, and that's yes. how quickly oh, yes. that's how yeah. quick did you hear yes. that? How quickly the storm came through, and then a couple minutes later, nothing.
2: Yeah, I was in a building that had, I guess, like... <laughs> <laughs> that was
3: it. <laughs> 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 It's hard to do the letters with uh, scuba tanks on your back. Right,
1: right. You were doing my scuba refresher course yes, last <laughs> night nice. at the YMCA.
2: You know what, though? Driving home, uh, Jason had swim lessons yesterday. Driving home, we did see, we drove through like a wooded area, and fortunately there was no houses or anything, but there were a number of trees. I actually yeah. pointed it out to him. I said, You see all of that? Really? That's from the storms. Yeah, they were, wow. I mean, like mm. ripped out of the ground. Yeah. Two New Jersey natives are among a talented group of students who are sharing in the Scripps National Spelling Bee title. Each winner will receive his or her own trophy, along with a full winner's prize of $50,000 in cash. The eight co-champions spelled the final 47 words correctly, going five consecutive perfect rounds for three and a half hours. That's pretty
3: amazing. (laughs) Right?
2: Uh, 13-year-old Shrathinka Patty of Cherry Hill is among the winners. Oh. Another winner is 13-year-old Christopher uh, Sario from White House Station, Hunterton County, which is located right across from Allentown, Pennsylvania. Cool. Yeah,
1: very right. cool. Love right? it. Right very,
2: very smart. All right, in sports this morning. Oh! <laughs> Dakota Hudson threw six effective innings. Jed Dorco hit a two-run home run, and the Cardinals beat the Phillies five-three yesterday afternoon right. at the ballpark. With the win, the Cardinals avoided their first sweep against the Phillies since 2006. Despite the loss, the Phillies are still in first place in the National League East three games ahead of the Atlanta Braves. Tonight, they begin a six-game road trip through Los Angeles and San Diego and will play the Dodgers tonight at Chavez Ravine. Jake Arrieta gets the start, and game time is set for 10-10. Pascal Siakam scored a playoff career-high 32 points, and the Raptors had an impressive NBA Finals debut, beating the Golden State Warriors 118-109 to last night in Toronto. It was the first-ever NBA Final game outside the United States. Steph Curry scored 34 points for the Warriors, who were beginning their fifth straight NBA Finals appearance, had won all four Game 1s in the last four years. All of those had come at home, but this time, Golden State doesn't have home court advantage. Game 2 is Sunday night in Toronto, which is hosting an NBA Finals game for the first time after the Raptors entered the league as an expansion team in 1995. And the Stanley Cup Finals will continue with Game 3 tomorrow night in St. Louis. The series between the Blues and the Boston Bruins is tied at one game apiece. For the Blues, it will be the first time in franchise history that the team plays a game in June. The puck is scheduled to drop at eight o'clock, and that's what I have for you this morning.
5: All
1: right, thank you very much, Kathy. Concerning the the storms that came through yesterday, somebody texted and said, "La la 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 la
5: la <laughs> ah, storm." <laughs>
1: Oh my! And now it's not working, Case. Oh,
4: how about that? You son of a bitch. Yay! We're having
1: some technical malfunctions during that entire news break. For he the most had... part, Casey and I were whispering to each other trying to figure some stuff out. Yeah,
2: and during the middle, all of a sudden, my headphones got extremely loud. Yeah,
1: really. we, <laughs> we were having some headphone switching issues, well, so sorry about that. There was a performance in here yesterday. I know, yeah. yeah so...
6: Chances are that's what caused some of yeah. these things, which is frustrating.
1: We'll try to get it worked out while we can. In fact, we're having another technical issue. So, Marissa handed me this note that says, coolest teachers. The coolest teacher announcement will be the next break because the text voting hasn't quite finished processing yet. So she's oh. working on
3: getting that together. Maybe there was just such a massive outpouring that it we threw the been, system
1: for a loop. Might have been. Council Rock North in Newtown is uh, the one that was up for voting. So we'll see. And and by the way, it's so funny. Yesterday, I uh, <laughs> thank you for covering for me yesterday. Guys. Oh, no problem. Well, I had to leave the show early. I got texts from people that are like, are you okay? Because <laughs> I didn't even say anything I just, about why I was leaving, but no, I, I'm fine. We had you pregnant. <clears throat> Thank yeah, you. So well, that was
3: the uh, the idea. People just and went. that's a happy occasion. Yeah, that is good.
1: Uh, no, I, I had to go get an allergy test done, and uh, I went down to Penn, and and uh, it's one of these things that takes like five hours to do. You got to sit there, and they give you this medicine a little bit of time. It's part of your, your search
3: for an ibuprofen substitute, I'm, right? I'm
1: looking for an anti-inflammatory. I'm, I'm allergic to anti-inflammatories. I can't take ibuprofen. Advil, Aleve, so yeah, I like need yeah. aspirin, none of that Nothing. stuff. Nothing. Yeah, it gives me really nasty um hives and itchy and makes me feel bad. So, I'm allergic. It could be dangerous yeah. to me. So, I good news, I can now take this medicine called Celebrex, oh. which is a it's not a preferred um uh, anti-inflammatory, but it does help for, you know, swelling and things like that. Which is awesome. So now I have uh, an alternative so to I'm find out about place. celebrex r- Watch CNN, MSNBC, or Fox they News. They run spots yes, all the CNN. time.
3: For old people, any there news, first, any yeah. news channels. It's always the same thing.
1: But it was uh, it was good to get that done. So yeah, nothing major. I just I, I need it, and and unfortunately they only run those trials <laughs> during the week at a time when <laughs> that falls <laughs> within 30. the show. Okay, so I, I but I had to go get it done because I the, you know. Listen, man, i got aches and pains. i got stuff to deal with. I feel pain. I feel pain. And, uh, yeah, so I've got little tears in my shoulder, and I'm working on that rehab and that. So it was nice. But, anyhow, got it done, finished, ready to go. got good news. It was worth it. Yep, absolutely. So good news as well for today's program because we are going to have somebody on the show we've been (laughs) wanting to get for years. Yeah. And he is going to be in our studio. He's performing at the Delaware Theater Company uh, for Middletown, the show. Which is the same show that we had both uh, Cindy Williams and Dee Dee Cohen in for uh, a little while back. That was at the Bucks County Playhouse. Yes. And now it's playing at the Delaware Theater Company. company and Adrian Zemed. Adrian gonna, freaking Zemed. Is going to be in our studio today. He's, he's the perfect kind of
3: guest for us. Totally. Like, TJ <laughs> Hooker, Dance Fever, Grease 2, Bachelor, Bachelor Party. Party. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, we had somebody have a.
4: Adrian's a med tattoo. Right here in our studios. Did we
1: think yes to, to invite that person in this morning? I, totally I don't even know who that it. person we is. Show the picture. We got to find <laughs> the pictures yeah. because yeah. Uh, it was a spot on tattoo, a realistic photographic tattoo. He'll uh, either love it or be Adrian's chilled by it. Yeah, I think he might be a little scared. By yeah, it, but yeah. that's okay. So Adrian Zemed's coming in around nine o'clock today, which is going to be very cool. Well, they also have uh, comedian uh, Chris Red who's going to be performing at Punchline. Chris Red is
6: great. I'm yeah. excited to meet him. I know yeah. you guys are pumped about uh, Adrian Zemed, but I'm a huge Chris Red fan. I'm psyched nice. to have him on the show. It, yeah,
3: in the movie pop star, uh, Never Stop Never Stopping. Yeah. He plays an up and coming rapper and he's effing hilarious and great. he's great on
1: SNL. Excellent. So he will be in today and uh, we have a few other things going on. We have a meet and eat today. Sterling Pig Brew is going to be in. We'll get you the details. Maybe some giveaways. I'll find out about that in a little bit. Um, so let's take a break. Come back in a moment and then hopefully we'll be able to announce the coolest teacher of the year and uh, pick the next school for next week. Oh and by the way, Casey wants me to give away some beer. Nothing like no. that not early. At 6.22 a.m. <laughs> We'll take, is good. Is good. Is good. It's we'll take caller 22 then at 215-263-WMMR, and I will give you a case of Yard's Philly Pale Ale. Uh, before you get tan, get pale. Philly Pale Ale, it's classic C's sessionable brew. Uh, with clean hop finish, and you can find Philly Pale Ale at Founding Father Sports Bar and Grill in Center City. 215-263-WMMR. We'll be right back. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on
7: the MMR mobile app.
3: Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love, and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers.
1: Back with more of the
8: Preston and Steve show
1: podcast.
9: So what if
3: the guy threw a shoe at me?
1: Hey, by the way, so, you know, from time to time, we, uh, our studio kind of gets lent out to other things, uh, that take place around here, interviews, performances, stuff like that. It's a very large studio and, and, uh, we're happy to do it. And while unintentional, sometimes, uh, when our studio is used for other purposes, uh, technical things get re and we have some issues. So, we're kind of dealing with that this morning, just a heads up, uh, and so we are not going to be able to do the coolest teacher yet. I thought we'd have that ready by now, but uh, Marissa's having to, rather than using a computer program to uh, reconcile everything, she's having to go through and count. She's so using st- an abacus, which um, is, I've. Uh, it's an amazing thing to see. Wait, so
2: her stuff's affected over yeah, there, yeah, too? Yeah,
1: that's affected, too. I don't know. Listen, it just, you know, maybe coincidence. Know. I don't know, but the stuff's not working, and people were in our studio yesterday. But nonetheless, we're working on it, so we'll get to that a little bit. We'll make the announcements. We'll we'll draw the next school. We need to do that soon because kids are on their way to school, and I want to make sure that they know that their school well, we is up for
2: Can't we draw? I guess we, we could. Can draw. We yeah. can still draw.
1: We but can draw, guys. Am I up for the drawing? Yeah, we should do that because okay. I, I want to make sure that uh, as the kids get into school <laughs> stretching. They're aware. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. stretching. We right. can't
4: draw without We this,
3: can't
1: now. draw. Get your fingers ready.
3: Have that. <laughs>
1: All right, uh, we're going to have Steve right. draw the next school. Uh, so, actually, we need the drum roll. There yeah, you
3: go. I got
1: you, bro. All right, so all right. we're taking the Chinese container of goodness over to Steve. That's what we have, the slips of paper that have the school names on them. He's digging deep I'm into I'm diddling. It. Go all the way deep, Steve. Go two knuckles deep. Now pull it out. What
3: like institution of learning have I pulled out? Let's see. Ladies and gentlemen, Je- I don't think we've ever done this one. All right. Henderson High School of Westchester. Hey. Henderson High School of Westchester.
1: Hey. Henderson. Does that sound familiar? Have you ever done that? Hey. I don't think so. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't we think so. We may have.
2: You know, I was the uh, cheerleading coach at Henderson for uh, a season. What? Why? How? Uh, because I was at, attending Westchester University. Oh, okay. Ne- my neighbor, I lived uh, in the town of Westchester. My neighbor was, Yeah. <laughs> she was one of the coaches, and she asked if I wanted to help out.
6: No kid. Yeah. All right. It's our second Westchester High School. One of the first ones we pulled was Rustin, remember? Because I was the yeah. newest, newest high school yeah. uh, in the area. And so uh, Rustin exists because uh, Henderson got overflowed. First, well, all right. Westchester
3: School was Rustin. Second
1: was Trombone. Now we have
6: Henderson. <laughs> all right. So,
1: Henderson, it's up to you to let us know who the teacher in the past year has affected you in a positive way. Been the coolest teacher, in your opinion. Yes. So, text the word teacher followed by the teacher's name to 39333. We will give you the weekend to vote on this. You got lucky in that regard. And we'll uh, reveal who it is on Monday. Uh, granted if our equipment is working. We'll find out about that. We remain ever vigilant. And we'll make an announcement uh, a little bit later on when we get the votes uh, counted up for Council Rock. So that's Henderson in Westchester. Get on it. Make sure you let them know in the front office. Maybe they can uh, get the word out as well. But it's for students uh, to vote. Let us know which teacher uh, was the coolest. And you can check any of our social media or website for uh, information in the format on how to vote. So please get to that. All right, in the meantime... Uh, Anything you want to point out? Nick, you've got their information up. Oh, uh, no notable alumni. Okay. Oh, wow. Well, maybe <laughs> maybe we're seeing the
6: beginning of a notable yeah,
1: alumni. Yeah, exactly. It's The school hasn't been around that long, right?
6: Can there
2: no, be a notable coach?
6: Uh, Rustin was around for, is the newer one. Henderson oh. is the one that uh, is, has been around for a while. Geez, we'll get it together then. Man. Uh, <laughs> David M. Rodriguez was the commander of the United States Africa Command. Okay. Uh, That's cool. Well, there's that. Kerr Smith, the actor. Peter Lou, the physicist. Oh, it says they once had a very
1: manly-voiced female cheerleading coach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to do the stupid question. We're going to give away a twenty-five dollar Wawa gift card, along with a lanyard and Wawa T-shirt. Uh, I'm going to do a multiple choice. I never do multiple choices, but I, but I couldn't figure out a way to make this one work. When I get a multiple choice question, sometimes I will tweak it so I don't have to do that. But I'm going to go ahead and let this one. Float. All right. So you got a one in three shot of getting this right. Uh, what? Which of these fresh fruits, if placed in Jello, mm-hmm. will prevent it from setting? Oh yeah. Do you know the answer? I,
2: I no, I can't okay. remember which one it is. So no, I think it, I
1: do.
3: If this fruit is placed in Jello, the Jello will never set. That's correct. Huh? Yeah, but I don't know
1: if like it's... the sun on the British Empire. I don't know if it's just one fruit that does it, or if there might be more mm. than one. Yeah, Kathy, you're right. You, yeah. oh, Kathy? right. you know what? Well, Kathy, let's run see? with that. Let's run with it. All right. What what fruit? What fresh fruit if placed in Jello will prevent it from setting? Two one five two six three WMMR. And I was not aware of this. <sighs> All right, I have a lot of birthdays. Yeah, okay. well, you
4: know what? Uh, All right, that's okay. Yeah, right. Well All right. put. What I'm All right, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> you understand what I'm saying. May 31st, a lot of birthdays. So let me go through right. these as quickly as we can. Colin Farrell has his birthday today. Great actor, Minority Report, Crazy Heart, uh, Saving Mr. Banks, Dumbo, a lot of stuff. Really liked him, then didn't like him, now I like him. He's 43 today. Uh, the great Clint Eastwood <gasps> is right on the edge of 90. He's 89 years old today. and I like st- Stevie Nick song. Still just on fire. On the edge of 90. Edge of 80. 90. <laughs> uh, he, is, he
3: has replaced Steve Jobs uh, in my... All time get for an interview, Clint Eastwood. Because he's still him. alive, still alive. Can't yeah. get Steve Jobs. Could, yeah. but this wouldn't be much of a conversation. Uh,
1: and just his directing. I mean, his his acting career is yeah. voluminous, but but just his directing. Million Dollar Baby, Grand Torino, American Sniper, Sully. These are just a. The Unforgiven. I mean, just amazing. Uh, what a talent. Eighty nine today. Brooke Shields has her birthday today. Incredible. Uh, she's uh, <laughs> 54 years old. She honestly was,
3: uh, when she first came on the scene, obviously a, a beautiful young girl. And uh, there was controversy. She was in that movie Pretty Baby. But over time, she actually became a very good comedic actress. And she had her, was it uh, Suddenly Susan?
5: Yes. And she's yep.
3: done done a whole bunch of stuff. She was actually last, she had a recurring white trash character on the, the middle.
1: Okay. She's uh, 54 today. Leah Thompson. Always oh, loved man. her. Caroline yeah. in the City. And uh, Back to the Future. Yeah. And uh, a movie that I love is uh, Some Kind of Wonderful. Oh, I uh, love that Amanda Jones. Yeah. yeah. She's uh, 58 years old today. Wow. Uh, Chris Elliott. We've uh, spoken to Chris over the years a few times. He's great, man. one of my all-time
6: favorites. Yeah.
3: Uh, one of my, you know, he was the one who brought a lot of the ultra weirdness to the David Letterman show, like the Man Under the Stairs. Yep, <laughs> I loved it. I didn't get it at
6: first. Yeah, it, it took me a while on Chris Elliott, and then now I do, and I find him hilarious. But when it when it first started on Letterman, I was like, what? What the hell is going oh my on God. here? Get a life was just. Especially the second
3: season with Brian Doyle Murray, <laughs> effing hilarious. Was is that you...
4: available anywhere? Yes, it is.
3: I okay. have I have the the collection. If you want it, no, not on DVD. I mean, digitally is it? I have it on ViewMaster.
1: Oh, the well, Steve, maybe. the man under the stairs. I remember uh, there was another bit. Played, he played on David Letterman. Was it the, the. It wasn't the running man, or it was something like there, that. Where he
3: would just start running. He'd be sitting. He, was yeah. it him? He'd be sitting in the audience and they'd point him out and he'd just start running for no reason. Well, he
1: would run and he would punch someone on the way out <laughs> of the, the panic studio. Panic. The yeah. panicky
6: yeah. guy? Is that who it no, was? No, no. I,
1: uh, I, oh, the fugitive guy. The fugitive okay. guy. Was, he was always being sought for something. He, he would be like a cameraman yeah, and yeah. they'd say hi to him and all of a sudden the music the music would start playing. And and he he would run. <laughs> And he would punch someone in the face (laughs) on the way out of the... (laughs) I loved it. He's uh, 59. Uh, Tom Berenger. Another really solid actor. Celebrates his 70th. The Big Chill. uh, Platoon. uh, Major League Training Day. A lot of great movies. Uh, So happy birthday to him. Uh, Joe Namath. Wow. By the way, Tom Tom Berenger is 70 today. Joe Namath turned 76 today. uh, Namath was, um, you know, he was the, the...
3: Perfect blending between a charismatic star and a star athlete. Yeah, yeah. there's, um, you know, a lot of really, really great
4: documentaries about football, and there was one in particular about. But Elvis the, will always be the king of rock and roll. Uh, there was one about him in particular where there was a police officer. It might even been John Timoney, who saw him coming out of some New York hotel at like 7 a.m. drunk with this, you know, with like girls on either arm. And he had the the AFC championship or the Super Bowl that day. Oh, my God. Really? They're like, oh, my God. (laughs) How's he going to play? I'm I'm, I'm betting against the Jets.
1: And they won. The and Jets, the Jets won. Won. Well, like,
4: Yes. So, I mean, he was out partying all night long and then still won the game that night. Well, you know what? Well, what got him
1: sober was uh, on TV when yes. he wanted to kiss that reporter. He was drunk and he just goes, uh, she's asking him uh, <laughs> questions about the game and he just goes, I want to kiss yes, you. Yeah. Do you ever, hate <laughs> he, he got sober after that. I think I've known a couple of people
3: who have seen video or heard audio of themselves when they were drunk and that was enough to make them,
1: mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done. It because they don't realize how they got. Yep. 76 years old today. And then the last birthday, Nick had pointed this. I think this is one of the greatest in-studio interviews we've ever had because it was so unexpected. Daryl McDaniel of Run DMC is 55 years old today, and that guy was so compelling. He He had such a great, positive, wonderful message. There was nothing
3: he wouldn't talk about. He was candid about all of the ups and downs of his life, but his... His inspirational message was so authentic that yeah. people were calling in and, and emailing for Jay's after, saying it really helped change their view. Yeah, uh, hell of a
1: guy. So happy birthday to Daryl McDaniel's fifty-five years old today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, if when this fruit is, let me see here, which of these fruits, if uh, placed in, well, I'm, I'm actually we changed it. It's not multiple choice. What fruit? <laughs> If placed in jello will prevent it from setting. That's what I'm trying to say here, people. <laughs> I will go to Jimmy for the answer. Hi Jimmy, good morning.
7: Good morning, Gadzooks.
1: Gadzooks. Gadzooks. All right, so what fruit if placed in jello will uh keep it from setting? Pineapple. Pineapple. No! Really? What? I, I would have I thought, thought something more citrusy. And I, I always thought pineapple was uh, kind of a staple in Jello. Uh. They put it on top of it, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Do you, have you ever tried it, Kathy, and not,
3: uh, have it not work?
2: No, I just, for whatever reason, remember that.
3: Okay. Pineapple will not allow Jello to set.
1: Jimmy got it right. $25 Wawa gift card, Wawa lanyard and a Wawa t-shirt and could win a trip to the Wawa Welcome America July 4th festivities in Philadelphia. Visit wawawelcomeamerica.com to enter.
4: I watched a 10-minute video last night on this guy who of- Yeah,
1: yeah, no, really? You uh, kidding? Yes.
4: Me. No, he he made his swimming pool into oh, jello. Wow. Oh, wow. And and there are very very specific <laughs> things while making jello that that makes it set and and that's why like trying to make a swimming pool out of jello is so difficult because the water has to reach a specific temperature in the right. boiling process, and that also has to reach a specific uh, temperature. Dense. All right, let me ask you okay. something
3: because the question I always had about that notion of filling up a pool with jello: how, do, how structurally how does that does it remain sound? If you're you know, does the pressure of the jello? Do you have to have it? Reach a Well, it
2: certain, has to be a temperature, right?
5: But I
3: mean, still, it's be jello a on top of jello. Jello on
4: top of jello, it, it doesn't really? matter. It's, I mean, yeah. Right. It's the, the the whole gelatin thing. But uh, yeah. I've always wanted to do that. And they, they, at the end of the video, they show this little kid do a belly flop onto the jello and he doesn't move a stitch. Oh, I that's mean, awesome. Yeah, it's really, really cool.
1: There's that scene in uh, uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs at the swimming pools full of jello and they dive in and just go like a couple of feet down. and <laughs> yeah. it's, I'm like, I want to do that. For some reason, Wait a I, sec. Well, maybe that's, a, maybe that's something we follow through on. Hey, Disney CEO Bob Iger may pull his multi-billion dollar studio out of Georgia if the state's new abortion law is upheld. The law, which was passed on May 7th, said today take effect on January 1st, essentially uh, banning abortions on Wednesday night. He told Reuters, I think if it becomes law, it will be very difficult to produce there. I'd rather uh, I rather doubt we will. I think uh, many people who work for us will not want to work there and we'll have to heed their wishes in that regard. He said right now we're watching it very carefully. Uh, If there's speculation that it could be enacted sometime after the first of the year, I think it's also likely to be challenged in the courts and that could delay it. We're being careful and cautious about it. Uh, but if it becomes law, I don't see how that is practical for us to continue to shoot there. Now, Disney shoots most of their films in Georgia. Well, the tax the credits Marvel, of, yeah, are yeah, the Marvel films like uh, Avengers Endgame, they're shot there. Yep. Uh, and the film industry generated $9.5 billion. Uh, there was a total impact of that much money uh, in Georgia in 2018 alone.
4: When did they move from North Carolina to Georgia? Because it used to be North
3: Carolina.
1: It was North Carolina, it was yeah. Georgia. They they
3: still do a lot uh, in Vancouver, in Canada. They do a lot of uh, shooting up there. But Georgia in particular, uh,
1: because also The Walking Dead is Walking shot there Dead.
3: Too. Netflix shoots a ton
1: of stuff yeah. there. And in fact, uh, this week, Netflix Net- Netflix Netflix chief uh, Ted Sarandos also spoke out against the bill. So that could impact the state's economy, and we'll see if that ends up happening. Uh, Lamar Odom has firsthand experience trying to keep up with the Kardashians. Oh, boy, does he ever. And he provided insight into Tristan Thompson and Khloe Kardashian's doomed love affair. Uh, Odom recently published the bombshell memoir, Darkness to Light, in which he detailed his drug addiction and sometimes dysfunctional marriage uh, to Chloe, tells I us I like
7: we- to watch Lamar Odom <laughs> play Xbox while his giant white yells at him. He's <laughs> not so nuts.
1: Uh, tells Us Weekly that he actually has some sympathy for fellow NBA star Thompson. Uh, he says that no one is prepared for the Kardashian-level fame. Aww, he said. I feel so bad for him. He said, I don't know where Tristan's from, but that's a hard lane to step into if you're not really prepared for that. Uh, he said, I'm not sure if anybody can really prepare you or prepare for that if they're not sat down and told how it's going to be, like all eyes on you. He said, you can't even understand. Uh, Thompson first made headlines for reportedly cheating on uh, kardashian uh, The days before she gave birth to her daughter True, of course. Odom continued by saying, it's too bad that he had to hurt my lady like that. You hurt my lady. That woman like that. You hurt her bad. It's too bad. Uh, He also said that uh, Kardashian sent him a friendly text about one of the stories in his memoir. Rotten hell. Uh, No, he said she talked about one of those stories that I told in the book about her coming to the hotel and putting her hands on a girl. Uh, She said that she didn't even think that I remembered that story. Um, So, in Darkness to Light, he wrote that Kardashian pounced on a stripper that she found in his room one time. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to rip your goddamn head off. I'm his woman. (laughs) She barely remembers that.
0: Uh. The name is Chloe Gajira.
1: Kardashian uh sticking in the family Kylie Jenner has displeased the masses by uploading a video of herself washing with the new Kylie skin foaming face wash oh that would piss me off too well she only did it for about 10 seconds so Jenner debuted the and sold the skincare line out last I use it every day myself last week and shared a clip which she recommends using morning and night I rub it vigorously into my beard. Uh, Fans lashed out immediately, claiming a 10-second rinse isn't enough to remove makeup. What are people freaking out about? Others noted that when she wiped her face dry, foundation residue transferred onto the towel, proving that her cleaning method was fraught with error. It is fraught. Uh, in fact, one person tweeted, you wash your face for two seconds. You're, By the way, you're, you're, hang on. You're using a filter. You still had makeup. Come off on the damn towel. Learn how to wash your face. God damn, how hard is this? Basic hygiene, y'all. Wow. <laughs> wow. Who wrote that? I don't know who it was. Somebody who doesn't care about the Lord. Taking the Lord's name in vain. It was it was Bernie Sanders. What? Wow, plus she's got flowers all over her face. Now, that's the point. They make a good point. She's using this
6: filter that's obscuring parts of her face with these stupid Snapchat-ish flowers. Well, there's a simple solution here. Uh, Don't follow her and don't buy the product. exactly. Exactly. Her features on
1: her face are becoming more sharp, it looks like, in this particular Uh-oh. video. So. It's, but it's hard to tell,
6: Preston, because so much of it is filtered. Like, I know. Is, is that a sharp feature or is that a fake flower?
1: It's a good question. Is
3: it, The question of the ages, mm-hmm. sharp feature <laughs> or fake flower?
6: Now, uh, speaking of uh,
1: more Kardashian, you know, crap more- connections, uh, Jordan Woods. Has revealed that she'll be making her acting debut on the <laughs> upcoming season of <laughs> Grownish. Do you know what she's playing? Uh-uh. Margaret Thatcher. No, what? she's not. <laughs> she uh, is. She shared the news via social media, writing a caption which said, uh, "The fir- This was the first role I've ever booked, y'all. And I, <laughs> and I was nervous at first, but I got past that and had the best time. Hey guys, take risks and stay consistent to your journey. Uh, you never know what the world has to offer."
3: Take
1: a journey. Yeah, l- take advice from this this woman. Uh, according to People, Jordan will play the role of D, a freshman student who is described as a sweet soul with a soft spoken and sincere vulnerability. I am so on board. What does vulnerability mean? <laughs> I'm totally vulnerable. The next uh, the new season of Gronish premieres on June fifth on Freeform. So Gronish is the one where the the oldest daughter from Blackish goes to school. Yes? Uh, I don't know. Is yes, it? I believe
3: that's the case. Yeah. Well she's gonna be in it. It's Sorry, I had really I waiting to see. <laughs> You, you know, sometimes you need a swig of hooch to yeah. make you believe the stories you're reading. Well, you Wake know what? There. That's my favorite part of, like, the view and the talk is... I hate that. <laughs> when they pick up their coffee mugs. Oh, today we have, we have
1: a couple of guests on. Judith Light will be here to talk about a new Broadway production. <laughs>
3: Knock it off!
1: <laughs> I try to find moments. No, you're when fine I can, when I can drink. But coffee. they
3: they make their their mugs. Yeah, yeah. when it's you a do have a prop,
1: it's real, Preston.
4: It's Is real, it? man. Yeah, all all right. Right. you take a, a swig of your Dunkin' Donuts coffee. It doesn't seem like it's you know sponsored or paid for. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's
4: legit. I see what you do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know what yeah, you're saying. Yeah. 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 I mean, mm-hmm.
4: we all know that you run on. Donuts, I run
1: on so Dunkin'. <laughs> I saw you filling yourself up with Dunkin' the other day at the service station. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They have a special pump right there Absolutely, for me. It's Preston. Brie Larson is strong with the Force. The Captain Marvel star visited Disneyland's Star Wars Galaxy's Edge on Wednesday night and is now sharing all of her fun fandom moments on Instagram. It looks so cool. She wrote in the caption of a photo on Thursday in which she posed as a Jedi, similar to Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jinn, writing, Serving Jedi realness this summer. Uh, On a second photo, the Oscar-winning actress held a blue lightsaber while locked in a heated battle with a friend who held a red one. Uh, She also had a fun time taste-testing blue milk and trying out the cantina found within the new Disneyland Park. Uh, She also made her own lightsaber and rode on the new Millennium Falcon ride. Uh, Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, and Star Wars creator George Lucas all reunited on Wednesday night to launch the new Disney attraction. Uh, The new land, which opens today in Anaheim, Uh, features rides like Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, which takes place in a replica of the iconic spaceship, and Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, which brings guests through a virtual battle between the Resistance and the First Order. Have
6: you guys heard Mark Hamill's impression of uh, Harrison Ford? Yeah, it's great. Spot on. (laughs) It's fantastic. Spot on. He's a really good voice actor. He is, yeah. Casey, he did it the the first time that I heard it uh, or saw it recently was on... um, Colbert? No, on Seth Meyers. Uh, and, uh, he was just, it's, it's just very accurate. Is it better than Russ Marquand? If you remember that I guy? do remember Russ Marquand. Uh, it's different, but it's, uh, I think it's a little, um, cooler because it's Mark Hamill doing yeah. it. It's Luke Skywalker, you know?
1: Uh, so, uh, Iger began the opening celebration by introducing Lucas, who called the Millennium Falcon replica amazing, said it's something you couldn't dream about 20 years ago. It'll change your life. Hamill reminisced about his experience, uh, with the franchise And said, look where we are today. We got our own land. Star Wars, to me, has always been the gift that keeps on giving. And the reason is because of you. He said, your parents tell you not to speak to strangers. Yet everywhere I go, everyone treats me like family. He said, the stories fans tell me are so heartfelt. So... That's a place I'm going to have to get to at some point or so, another. So I-,
3: I wonder if there are plans to open one at Disney World. There is, I it's, would hope so. Uh, uh, wait, I mean, a Star Wars thing like it, like oh, this. Full, cause there's counterpart's in Disneyland well, because there I is
4: thought there, was. there is it's opening in in August. There's okay, a whole Star whole Wars park? world. Okay, in fact, I started talking to the people at Disney about getting us down there. Yeah. It's out of my hands. It's all in Eric Simon's hands now, guys. All right,
1: but, mm-hmm. so, but it is in someone's hands.
4: It is in somebody's hands. All right. Let's we'll see what it we got. get
1: Open's in it. August, Case. Yep. Uh, Snooky, welcome to Third Child uh, with Gianni Laval. Uh, the pair welcomed a baby boy named Angelo James. First, I'm here. <laughs> I was
4: talking to j about this at the Were end. Were you really? I'm looking at
3: you palling around with j backstage J-well. at the barbecue. What you're virtually about a about member of <laughs> the Jersey show <Sure laughs> yourself. What'd she say about
4: it? Uh, just that she's ready to pop any second now. She's like, oh, yeah, my best friend's about to have her baby. Uh-huh. And I go, oh my God, so you and Snooky, you're totally like best friend status? And she's like, yeah. Right. I don't know why I got like so fanboyed out. Well, because actually, uh, Snooky was my favorite. I you're liked, more a situation I, I, fan. I was, no, I did not care. I like Vinny. Guadagnino, I think, is his okay. name. <laughs> I like him and Snooky, then Vinny, then Pauly <laughs> D, and then the rest of them could jump off a cliff. J-Well, I've come around. Man's got to have
1: standards. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So uh, she wrote, uh, or she tells People Magazine, so thrilled to welcome baby Angelo into our little family. Uh, He is so sweet and spitting image of Lorenzo as a baby. Uh, Gianni and I can't wait to see how being outnumbered turns out. Uh, They're happy and healthy, mom and uh, baby. Uh, Angelo weighed about seven and a half pounds, so new baby. You
3: know, it's funny because you know how names can just conjure memories and... uh, I. I Angelo for me will always be a kid in elementary school who in third grade crapped himself oh sh- while well, doing show and tell. At the Jeez. front of the
1: class, crapped himself. Ah. That's what Angelo me- means to me. Do Angelos sometimes go by Angie? Yes. For short? Yes, yeah, yeah. sometimes, yeah. Angie. Yeah.
4: Andy, my friend Angelo from college, who didn't crap himself, uh, <laughs>
1: He goes by Andy. Andy? Mm-hmm. Andy, Andy or Andy. Anthony Hopkins. Okay, or <laughs> Sir Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> uh, bachelor alums, Ari Lyondike Jr. and Lauren Burnham welcomed their baby girl on Wednesday. Wow. Yeah, they great. actually
3: pulled it off. I thought it was too
1: stupid. No, no. Which hole
3: is it again? <laughs>
1: <laughs> they had it's my, my year. They had a baby. He loves it. I love you. Uh, You're like a little person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they have named her... Alessi Wren. Yeah, hey, look, you got a penis coming out of your belly button. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's the, the umbilical cord. What's <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 It's, it's spelled A L E S S I, the we first named name. You named your elite a battle angel. Alisa, uh, I guess. What is it? Eat Or Alessi. A L E S S I. Alessi? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Alessi. Alessi Wren. It's Betsy,
4: I can't spell. All right, so wait, what are their names, uh, the, the, the bachelor Ari names?
1: Ari Jr. Okay. And Lauren Burnham. So do you remember this was the guy who
3: told the one, the original selection yeah. he had made, yeah. had to tell that incredibly awkward video of him walking around the <laughs> house explaining why he changed his mind and then wanted to go with the other one.
1: Uh-huh, yeah.
3: Uh, and I think summarily, the, you know, the, the country just decided they... Or, or at least fans of Bachelor Nation yeah. hated his guts.
1: Uh, so the baby weighed 6 pounds 13 ounces, measured 20 inches long, and uh, she's doing fine. Uh, Paris Jackson is talking marriage with her boyfriend and bandmate, uh, Gabriel Glenn, according to page 6. Man, well, what kind of
3: money uh, does she have? Is she uh, able to access the Jackson yeah. fortune at this point? I know she's looked after, but I mean, because I would they signed sign had... prenups.
1: Because remember, they had people that managed the estate yes. and, and all that. So I don't know how you parse that out. Did did Michael have to have wording in his
6: will? I bet it's in a trust. And, uh, yeah. you know, she's never going to hurt for money. But she probably yeah. has to do something to earn her own income.
1: Yeah. So she's talking marriage, maybe. Uh, the pair aren't planning on getting married soon, but are hoping to head down the aisle Me- long term, according to the paper. Measure if Michael was still alive. Um,
3: yeah. yeah. Do you want you to ask me? Yes, I'd like to have your yeah. daughter's hand. All right. Yeah. You sure you can handle it? No, no. Marriage is a tricky thing.
1: Uh, let's see what else I have here. Baby Archie is headed to America. According to Us Weekly, Duchess Meghan Markle is planning on coming to the States with her and Prince Harry's son. God, I hope if they have a second kid, they name it Jughead. Wouldn't that be <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? be awesome? Yeah. These are children, Archie and Jughead. Mm-hmm. Uh, as of now, the plan is for this to take place uh, sometime over the summer. The insider says she, she'll see her mom. Are they doing radio? Uh, yeah, maybe they <laughs> they'll do they'll do a tour.
3: We're going to some place called is it? I don't know. Balasynwyn, isn't it Welsh?
4: Ballakinwood? Yeah. It is. You
3: should know this. Yeah, shut up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, movies are opening today, and I've got a little insight as to what you might want to get out and see in the theaters. And I'll talk a little bit more until our music intro (laughs) Wait till you hear this. Sorry, Casey. I didn't I didn't let you know we were ready to go on that. But here it is. What is one going to see this weekend? We have a few different options, and I'll tell you in a moment. All right, we'll start with Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Yeah. It's an action. It's directed by Michael Dougherty. Uh, Stars Vera Farmiga, uh, Ken Watanabe, Millie Bobby Brown, Bradley Whitford, O'Shea Jackson. We had here in the studio to promote that. Uh, The members of zoological agency Monarch face off against a group of enormous monsters, one of which is the mighty Godzilla. It's rated PG-13. It's two hours and 12 minutes long. It's a pretty long movie.
3: I saw it. Yeah. I give the monsters and the battles uh, an A. Loved it. The humans, eh, you don't care that much about. But you're really not there to see the humans anyway. So go watch, in classic Toho fashion, Preston, some of the famous monsters do
1: battle like you've never seen it before. All righty. It's a score on Rotten Tomatoes so far is a 52%. Uh, Also opening this weekend is Ma... (laughs) <laughs> uh, a horror film uh directed by Tate Taylor uh stars Octavia Spencer, Luke Evans, Juliet Lewis, Allison Janney to name a few. Uh it's about a middle-aged woman who forms a creepy relationship with a group of teenager teenagers, sorry. Rated R, hour and 39 minutes long, 58% score so far. It looks interesting. So
3: what this is sort of based on, I was uh, reading about the impetus for this, these stories that pop up about these moms holding parties where, you know, they invite the kids over and booze and so on and so forth. So that's what she does, but she has a wildly more
1: homicidal edge to her. Right. It's an interesting concept. So we'll see if it's uh, any good or not. And then one last movie to uh, highlight, and that's Rocket Man, Uh, biopic drama. Directed by Dexter Fletcher. Stars Taron Egerton, Jamie Bell, Richard Madden, Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, it's the story of the early years of music legend Elton John. Rated R, two hours, one minute. And the score so far, 89%. Wow. That's solid. That's excellent. And I, they're raving
3: about uh, Taron uh, Egerton's yeah. uh, performance. And he... The fact that he's singing, and that was the um, you know part of Elton John's wish, that they would get someone who could sing, and he actually learned to play the piano to some degree. Yeah. Uh, the the authenticity is there, so you yeah. got to love it. Uh, I, I
1: definitely definitely want to get out to the theater and see this movie. So there are
3: fantastical elements in the movie, though, where they sometimes go into song and it becomes this sort of trippy sort of thing. Yeah. And I think that's kind of a cool approach as well.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely a different take on the, the biopic, which is nice. Are uh, we going to be able to do
4: clips? Yeah, we have them in the immersive them into the, okay. uh, the Zeta system. We're having we some uh,
1: technical problems, so our normal formats of uh, playing stuff is going to be a little off today. But let's get to this. Blind Spot follows Jane Doe, character with no recollection of her past other than the hints uh, her tattoos give. I uh, hear Jamie Alexander talks about performing practical stunts for the show. Here we go.
0: I'm like, yeah, cool, something besides punching somebody. But, like, I, I honestly just expect it now, so I don't think... The only thing I would probably be nervous to do is an underwater stunt because I'm not a strong swimmer.
7: What the hell are you talking about?
1: Uh, season 4 finale of Blind Spot airs tonight, 8 o'clock, and that is on NBC. Here's the next clip. <laughs> We're just talking about this. The much-anticipated sequel to 2014's Godzilla features humanity relying on the monster to defeat a global enemy. In this clip, Millie Bobby Brown explains why the message of the movie was impactful to her.
10: I loved the underlying message for conserving animal resources. Understanding that we're actually the monsters of this planet and we need to help save it, you know. Uh, One of the lines in the movie is, our our planet will perish and so will we.
9: Shut up,
3: Demi.
1: Godzilla King of the Monsters is in theaters today, by the way. You forget she
3: has that accent because of Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. And but she uh yeah, she's and she's really she's good in this. Is she's she just, good? Yeah, and cool. listen, it's it's an unenviable task to be the humans in a movie with the rest of the cast being CGI rendered skyscraper sized monsters. Yeah, yeah. It's hard not to get lost.
1: Okay, and uh that's what I got for you. This just in. What? what? I can announce the winner of Coolest Teacher for Council Rock North. All right. Apologize for our tardiness on this, but we have some uh, technical issues. And uh, please pass the word in case the kids are already in school. We want uh, to make sure that it gets through the hallways and they find out that the coolest teacher at Council Rock North is Mr. Phil Mann. What? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Mr. Mann. If you had said McCracken, I would have known it was a yeah. Bill McCracken. No, Phil Mann. M A N N. He is a math teacher, from what we understand, and he teaches honors geometry, accelerated, oh, accelerated algebra one. I'm tapping out, and accelerated geometry as well. So, I was yeah.
3: always in the decelerated program. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah I, I was taking decelerated math, decelerated science. Yeah, honors geometry. All that stuff. He's, uh, well, he's uh, a very well-liked teacher amongst uh, the student body. So we are happy to reward Mr. Phil Mann at Council Rock North with the coolest teacher of the year, Preston Seed Coffee Mug, and a $50 whatacrockmeals.com gift card for some goodies.
3: You got to figure, with those heavy-duty subjects, he's got to be mega charismatic, or else he took them to Vegas for a week. Maybe that yeah. happened.
1: So. Uh, we are happy that Mr. Man won and we would love to hear from Mr. Man. It's so Mr. funny to Man. say Mr. Man. <laughs> uh, so. Why don't you just pick up that
3: phone, Mr. Man?
1: And let's, let's hear from you if you'd like to call in and, uh, just, uh, jump on the air with us real quick. We'd love to say hello. And if it, you're already starting school then uh, we understand maybe we can talk to you next week. Uh, so with that, we have Henderson High School in Westchester. That is the next one that, uh, we've selected randomly to vote. Uh, and you can text the word teacher followed by the teacher's name to 39333 to place your vote. One vote per phone number, students. Make sure you let us know. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. We have in our studio today from Saturday Night Live, Chris Red will be stopping by. Awesome. And a person we've been waiting to get for years, Adrian Zmed. <laughs> Adrian freaking Zmed. Will be in our studio today, too. So we're going to have a good Friday morning. Stick around. We want you to be a part of it. Hey gang, we need your blood. It's time to roll up your sleeve for the I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, Saturday, June 15th. Last year was the second largest blood drive in the nation, and with your help, it'll be number one this year. So we're headed to the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks for this year's drive, with kids' activities from Aim High Studio and Painted Treasure Ceramics. Plus, Rita's Water Ice and Alex's Lemonade Stand. The Red Cross is always in need, especially leading into the summer months, so make an appointment now at
3: WMMR.com. All donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt and this year's Pint Glass from Window Nation. Hundreds of donors will be randomly selected for free tickets to one of these concerts at the BB&T Pavilion, the Smashing
1: Pumpkins and Noel Gallagher on August 8th or Alice Cooper and Hailstorm on August 16th. Tickets for these shows are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Our 14th annual I believe for Preston and Steve blood drive from the American Red Cross Penn Jersey blood services region and 93.3 WMMR putting Philly first. Coming up on our show a little bit later on, uh, Chris Red Saturday Saturday Night Live is uh, going to be performing a punchline. He's going to stop in about an hour from now. Uh, and Adrian Zemed, <laughs> a guy we've been waiting for years to come by uh, this show, is going to be here this morning, which is cool. Uh, so we'll have him in around nine o'clock. Um, but um, I think I have some things in the junk drawer I need to clean up. Oh, cool. Yeah, can Keep we do that? First. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't even know. Listen,
3: apologize. it's Friday. <laughs> things get a get ahead of you
1: well why don't we do this why don't we talk to our coolest teacher from council rock north high school uh we mentioned his name earlier this morning ladies and gentlemen please welcome phil man to the show
7: hey mr man hello good morning
1: hey congratulations first of all
7: thank you very much
1: uh congrats uh listen so did you know this was going on i've forgotten to ask some of our, our teachers this did you know this contest was taking place
7: uh, I knew yesterday at some point I got a, uh, an email from some colleagues that it was, it was going on. They actually made an announcement at our school at one point also. So they made yeah. the
3: announcement, and then did you do any campaigning, or did you just let the chips fall where they will?
7: I just let the chips fall as they will. I did not do any campaigning.
3: All right, all right. Well, we were noticing that what you teach is some pretty heady stuff, which would not usually be the kind of things that students uh, really go crazy for. So what do you attribute your victory to?
7: I don't know yeah I teach math usually uh <laughs> usually we get a pretty bad reputation yeah but, you t- you uh, just
3: don't teach math you teach like advanced very complex math
7: yeah a couple a couple of those courses but yeah. I don't know I try to have fun with my kids and uh try to keep it keep it uh lively and, and engaging and you know, hopefully if that's the case.
1: Well, well done. I, I got an email from somebody who was a teacher who pointed out how difficult that is and just wanted me to highlight that. And I think that's part of the reason that we do this is that, you know, it's, it's not easy to connect uh, all the time with students, especially of that age and uh, to uh, just not pass along knowledge, but also guidance and, and be a friend when they need it and so on. So uh, it's really cool that they respond. You've got to, you got to feel pretty great knowing and getting that kind of feedback.
7: Yeah, I mean, I I have the best job in the world. I have great kids, and uh, you know, it's it's new and different every day, and, and we have a lot of fun.
3: How I many cool. how many days left till uh, you're you're finally out of there? When when is the last uh, last official day of school at the uh, school?
7: We are late. We're out June twenty first. Whoa, dude! Don't yeah, they know, know you're the coolest teacher? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll get an extra day here.
1: Yeah, twenty first. Wow, that's that's deep into the summer, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Wow. All right, well, listen, as a uh, just a gesture of, uh, of thanks from your students, we are going to give you a uh, coolest teacher of the year, Preston and Steve, a coffee mug, and we'll give you a $50 gift card to whatacrockmeals.com. And uh, just, you know, just be happy in knowing that they, they appreciate what you do.
7: Well, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. No
1: problem. Congratulations, Mr. Man. Yeah, Mr. Man. Yeah. Bill Mann. Teach that teacher at Council Rock North. And the next school is Henderson High School in Westchester. So that is who we are asking to text him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let us know who the coolest teacher is. So, text word teacher, followed by the teacher's name, 39333.
3: It's a good thing. So, I figure most schools will be over by the end of next week, right?
1: Um, not.
3: The 14th is when our kids are done.
4: All right. Yeah, yeah graduation so for weeks.
1: us is on the 12th. So, yeah. it's All right. still a little ways to go. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, now, can I claim? Yeah, please yeah, do. All right. Very rare moment. Audio junk drawer. Let's... Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, yeah, so we are going to actually... Uh, the, the, uh, we're having technical problems. And the, these, these pieces of music are just getting cut off. Yeah, and, uh, But you're getting a sample. It's like a Whitman sampler of sound effects. The new Rambo trailer came out yesterday. I watched it like five times. I decided <laughs> to have Marissa grab some uh, audio pieces from this so we could uh, kind of dissect them and, and play them on the air. Uh, so when does this open? I didn't even check to see. Oh, this is September twentieth. This is the teaser trailer. I guess a, a longer form trailer will be coming down the road.
3: It's basically just a little. <laughs> so he's teasing you.
4: <laughs> I don't need to see anymore. I'm I'm good. Uh, I well, know what but, I needed yeah.
3: to be because I loved the last Rambo. Right. So violent, oh. a guy. He portrayed him as a guy who's just completely tortured. Yeah. yeah. And um, so but he at the end. He put his issues with his father behind him, and you saw him going back to his ranch here in the states. Um, and that was the last scene in the movie where he's walking back.
1: I I, I watched the trailer yesterday, and I, I know you you said you loved it. I I don't think we need this. No, <laughs> no, Preston, this is this oh. is Grandpa Rambo, man. <laughs> it's not like it's ever been rooted in any no scintilla of realism yeah. oh no but this is just i think it's gone way overboard it was way overboard three
3: movies i ago. know dude he's a guy so, up with a bow and arrow
4: in
1: his I, know, I know i know
3: <laughs> so given that given uh, that uh it's it, it looks like it's on track to deliver <laughs> what Steve. any Rambo movie like this is him
1: setting the traps yep blowing mm. people up there's a scene they show in this where he's surrounded by a gang right. of, like, 20 guys. Right. And this is old man Rambo.
9: 1920, uh, 21, 22, 23. Yeah. All right. I yeah. can handle this.
1: So,
4: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> after all,
1: I'm only 76 and a half years old. Let's play some clips. Okay. And, and we can't pause these along the way, can we? Can Why this? not? Custom- uh, the t- uh,
4: you know what? Preston? We can. All right. Let me um,
1: second, I just uh, a
3: Jerry Abate in
1: here. I yeah, I know, to- but he hasn't fixed it yet. If I all put right.
4: them
3: over here, we can pause them.
1: I was, okay. Yeah. All right, so well, you, you will have to pause. Pause
3: that. them! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Coming back from Vietnam, tell us you can't pause audio effects. It's ridiculous. All
1: right. Spin I, on us, call call us. Tell us you can't pause an audio. I'm going to take control. What am I doing? Wait, just press the buttons. Well, press I, on, on the, I, press I, the I, buttons! Okay. Yeah. I've watched yeah. people I've loved dying. Right. Just wait. I'll pause it. <laughs> I'm trying. I've got it. Okay. Thank
3: right. you. <laughs> his growl his gr- oh, yeah. is just so pronounced now. Dude. It's almost unhearable. Mm-hmm. Some fast with a bullet.
5: Uh,
9: some not enough left
1: to bury. Uh, He's really breathing. I would like a chocolate blizzard with extra sprinkles <laughs> and a few extra
3: jimmies. And I dogging some French <laughs> What do you say? It, at a certain point it just becomes a surround like sub, a subwoofer.
1: Yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, because I didn't actually understand what he had said. I said
1: he was ordering a blizzard. Ordering a blizzard and Dairy Queen. Yeah. Chocolate with sprinkles? Huh. Yeah. Exactly. Jimmy's. He Jimmy's, said Jimmy. Jimmy's, okay. i yeah. uh, you <laughs> he's from
6: Philadelphia. Right, I didn't.
1: Yeah. Philadelphia. All Philadelphia. Right. here's the next clip. Here we go. All these years I've kept my secrets. But the time has come
9: to face my past.
3: You know a secret? No.
9: At
0: night when I go to sleep, I put on a beauty mask. <laughs> <laughs> I exfoliate.
1: It's It's what I do to stay pretty. That's the big secret. It's a secret. Okay. All right. And if it comes looking for me,
0: they will welcome death.
1: Come on. I love it.
9: I love it. I love it. I love
1: it. (laughs) No. If they come looking for me. They, what? You need to understand I'm only eighty three and a half feet <laughs> old and I'm five feet six inches tall. If you come looking for me, I will punch you in your shin. <laughs> I will use an olive fork to kill twenty nine criminals. Uh yeah. Okay. One more uh clip from this. Here we go. I want I, I, I'm curious as to who is going to be coming after him this time. and M- The y. Shriners. M- <laughs> uh-huh. Well, wow. no one knows why, but for some reason the Shriners are coming uh-huh. after him. They all show yeah. up on go-karts. Right. Yeah. With, the fezes. With the Fez hats on. I see your Fez. I know you're coming after
9: me. Yeah. You do all that philanthropy, but now that's coming to an end.
3: <laughs> I, would be, I would tie your little fizzy strings together. Years, I've kept my secrets. Oh my God! There's a cla- there's a look of him frozen on the screen here. It's a it's a classic Stallone. Yeah, but yeah that- I guess he's. Dro- it looks like in the scene he's drawing a, a like a a, a a Bowie knife down on somebody with yeah. beautiful beautiful veneers.
6: I was gonna say yeah. <laughs> his teeth I mean, look nice.
4: Yeah, his teeth look great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mets in Medicare man. In
9: Vietnam they had the best dentist ever. <laughs> Listen, I want two things. Zoom whitening and close the gap.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Zoom whitening.
9: I want veneers, a crown, and I want an implant, dental. And he'll get it, too. All right. uh, It was the greatest day of my life, the day my quip came in
1: the mail. Oh, my (laughs) God. (laughs) You know how many people he could kill with a quip? With a quip, I could kill a lot of people. Yes. It's got a motor in it. And changeable heads.
3: So if they wear it down after killing 10 people, I just
9: pop another head out.
1: That's right. All right, let me go back to the last <laughs> bit of this clip. Here we go.
5: And there's nothing they can do to stop it.
1: Yeah, all of a sudden it's The Walking Dead. <laughs> He starts whistling the baby elephant walk God, <laughs> well.
9: Nothing's gonna stop it. Nothing. Death is
3: coming, and it's coming in a rental car. They say things that doesn't make any sense. Right, you know? right, exactly. You
9: can't stop this storm. This storm is on the horizon, and the horizon is in the distance. If it was closer, it probably would not be the horizon. And you can't even argue that because that doesn't make any sense. I'm 93 and a half years old. I wear a colostomy bag, but it's rigged with explosives. I have platform heels on, so I look taller. Yeah. So... I will cut you like a fish. <laughs> He never goes looking for the
4: fight. The fight always comes to him. I never go looking
9: for the fight. The fight comes to me. Mm -hmm. Although this one, it looks like he went and picked the fight. I actually sent out an invitation. (laughs) It was an Evite. Oh, really? (laughs) At the top, it said, looking for a fight. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be at my ranch. I gave the date and time. Uh, but I got uh, the date wrong, so I had to go back in. But I couldn't figure out how to edit the
1: date, oh. so I had to erase that invite and send out another one. Does it bother you when people don't respond to your emails? It does, yeah,
9: because it's very easy. It's just one click.
1: Yeah, and you can. Do you either- want to come here and get killed or what? Yeah.
9: Are we going to do this or what?
4: Even a maybe is something, <laughs> yes, right? I yeah. mean,
9: I put out, dear cartel members, <laughs> I'm having the gathering. Won't you come and let me slit your throat? <laughs> Please respond. <laughs> Oh, my God. Is... what is he? Yes, there will be food. Yes.
4: (laughs)
3: Is he and, like, John Wick... Are they... They're serial killers. Are they not? Well, listen, I think in in John Wick 2, there was... He kills over 200 people. But uh, either you buy the Rambo stuff or you don't. And I do... I mean, Rambo... If they keep it off the charts violent, and it looks like they're going to do that in this one because that's what was happening in the last one. But the fact that he was this tortured guy i really loved it now and listen for him at this age to pull it off to write
1: it direct it and to do what he's doing yeah. he's great they're going to have to though for me to listen to not believe it because it's all unbelievable but for me to buy into it a little bit more they're going to have to play on this age thing some so if he they're has like like a, like a to, if he's if he's able to you know Climb the side of a building with his bare hands. It's going to be hard. Come on! But what if he's like using a jitterbug phone? (laughs)
5: The
1: the
9: numbers are very large because it's
1: hard to see. (laughs) All right, I'm going to call the head of the cartel. Yeah, that actually. Two one five. Right. I might be on board if they do something. Hello, I've fallen and I cannot get up. (laughs)
9: Death was going to be coming, but going to be a day or two. I fell in the bathtub. Unfortunately, death yeah. is yeah. on hold for death now. Death is not uh, coming. I'm having my <laughs> sit down shower installed. <laughs> yes, hello, this is Rambo. <laughs> I would like you to tell uh, the invitees that uh, death will not be coming today uh, <laughs> as I uh, sprained my shin while painting the foyer.
1: <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh my god. All right. Please. I've never seen one Rambo movie. What? Not, not one. First Blood is great. It's a great movie. Uh, first the, Blood's really good. When the, they and, came out, they, I think the first one was This is Last two, Blood, by the way, Nick. The, this Last is Last Blood, yeah, yeah. Rambo yeah. Last Blood, which uh, hits theaters on September 20th. But when the, when the first one came out, I yeah. think it was uh, rated R. And yep. so I was not allowed to see R-rated movies when I was a kid. And uh and then I just I fell behind and I didn't understand the plot points, which <laughs> obviously elemental to understanding you know Rambo. Just see Rambo. Just see the
3: last one,
1: Rambo, and I trust
3: Preston, you saw it. It's no, good. So could, it's yeah.
6: gritty. It's, it's uh it's
3: it,
1: brutal. It's very, very brutal, and it's um I I, I like it better than than two and three. For I agree. Sure. I agree. But but First Blood I think will always be my favorite one. Yeah, no, no. Well, First Blood is again. The fight came to me. Yeah. yeah. I was just going through town. I was just
9: walking through town. Was was you have a yeah, Dairy Queen. He was looking for his <laughs> old uh, uh, one. It, yeah, that's it.
4: Right.
3: Yeah. And, and he gets, and he's on the edge. Nick, it's a good movie. It um, is.
4: And it's it's definitely, and David Caruso's in it for Which God, one? Of Young David Caruso. Yeah, First
3: Blood. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah,
4: First Blood is the name of the movie, right? Yep. right this is um, now
3: called uh, 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 Thin Anemic Blood. Right.
1: Yeah.
4: I enjoyed First Blood. Blood my story. Crestor. Crestor. Rambo Crestor.
1: Yeah. Oh my God! What were you gonna say? Guys? I
4: just I, I enjoyed part two, part yeah. three. I didn't. When you went through that list of all you ranked Paul all Stallone all movies, Stallone movies, they yeah. ranked Rambo three ahead of Rambo two, which I was no. I Rambo
3: with. three is borderline sci-fi. Yeah,
4: uh, you can skip all right. that movie. Yeah, altogether. Rambo
3: two is is fun, mm-hmm. but again, if okay. he, what here's here's the the
9: definitive list. So it's uh, give first it, first give blood, the list and don't give them in order. Or you'll piss off Bill. <laughs> Because he'll bring the storm I work, I follow in Vietnam And my buddy was named Buffalo Bill He'd been on radio in Buffalo He was sort of metrosexual And gesticulated too much He'd always draw the attention of Charlie When he started talking He'd see his hands coming up over the bushes And he'd be able to fix our position Then I had to turn to him and say Hey radio boy, do that again And I'll bleed you <laughs> Radio Bill Weston
5: and John <laughs> Rambo.
3: Were... <laughs> I'm a little concerned about. Uh, I don't want to go up 50 clicks. Why don't you just stop at the
1: hand?
9: You're going to get us killed. <laughs> Bill gestures a bit wildly. And uh, yeah, yeah.
1: like you said, they'd yeah. get a fix on you.
9: Cut your goddamn arms off. <laughs> yeah. Learn to talk with your mouth.
1: <laughs> They're out in the bush together. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, my God. All right, so anyway, uh, First Blood came out in 1992, and 85 was Rambo, First Blood, Part 2. Uh, 88 was Rambo 3. Uh, and then John Rambo didn't come out until 20 years after that, 2008.
4: All right, so wait, when was Rambo 2? Uh, 85. Ra- 85, yeah. Okay. I was 10 years old. I saw that in the movie theater with my friend Patrick. And we both smoked cigarettes in that movie. Ooh. I was ten years old. Bad boy! I, was I stole cigarettes I was from cigarettes. <laughs>
9: I, was in the, I was in the running away club. Wow! So I always take this into I account. My good buddy in Vietnam. His name is Johnny Ding Ding. He tried to smoke a bamboo tree.
3: <laughs> um, those uh, are the moments you remember. Yeah. Those, I mean, the, the Honestly, the the series. I initially, after First Blood, didn't buy into it and then I revisited it and Yeah, I freaking love it. All right.
1: Uh anyhow, the movie comes out in September and it's officially it says the title here is Rambo Five. Rambo Five M E A R P and the uh the tag is Last Blood. Rambo Last Blood I don't know
9: Well ah. I'm gonna burn this whole goddamn retirement village to the ground. <laughs> <laughs>
5: He's had yeah.
9: it. Yeah. He's, <laughs> see, you see a guy go out and get into his golf cart and it explodes? <laughs> I guess I won't be seeing you at brunch. Oh, my God. The early bird special is
1: death. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I have an issue with you, Moish. Oh, my God. All right. Well. I mean, we could just. I, I, had to, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get into the juggernaut. now. Oh, sorry.
6: No, it's all right. It's I will say good. that I, I wrote I down seven that. lesson questions during this break, so right. we got a lot to choose from.
1: Wow. Okay. Well, let me let me make sure I get to one that I really want to hear. Go deep. Before I'll go deep. I yes, can't wait for something
2: draw. new.
9: Something new. She's yeah. not a fan okay. of Rambo. No. Hey, She's too busy trying to figure out how to dim her lips. <laughs> <laughs>
11: Oh, now you
1: got me back in. <laughs> uh, Kathy's wearing very bright lipstick
9: today. I didn't say anything about it She's on the air. She's being Airbus. tracked
1: by NASA today. <laughs> <laughs> it matches her belt and shoes,
4: <laughs> which
1: is impressive. I yeah. love
4: the way you accessorize no, your looks, lips. She,
2: thank
1: you. She looks lovely too. It's orangish red, um, so yeah, <laughs> very bright lipstick. All right. Well, this is a this is a piece of fashion. So, Kathy, this will bring you All right, in. Okay. Uh, out on the beach, uh, there is something called now the towel this is yet another Keeney. Does it simply look like a towel wrapped around you? Let's find out because I didn't read yeah. the <laughs> He
2: doesn't know. Yes.
1: Conceptual designer Aria McManus. Conceptual designers. Uh, invented the new beach outfit. It's basically a cover-up that one wears over their bathing suit that is a towel with arm, neck, and leg holes in it. <laughs> this is moronic.
5: <laughs> well, I I it wouldn't be...
1: It wouldn't be gender
3: specific then, right? I mean, like no, a, a, you're exactly right. What, what, what makes it a cany? It, it, it you're, you're basically it's a towel with a head hole and leg holes in it. That's it's like saying that uh,
6: only a man can wear a
3: slanket. What's a slanket?
6: You know, the blanket with the sleeves. It's like a snuggie. A snuggie. Snuggie.
4: Okay, snuggie. When you sit there and
9: yeah. you watch Rambo.
4: Slanket is the. That's like the uh, the cheap version of okay, the, of the snuggie of the snuggie. Um, it's, a,
9: it's
2: a
4: knockoff snuggie.
2: <laughs> I have a problem. Oh with my calling god! It... They're two hundred dollars. Yeah. What? <laughs>
4: So you have a problem
3: with the price. I have a problem with them calling it a keeny. Here's what you do. There's
4: nothing keeny about it. Right. Take a
3: blanket, grab a pair of scissors. right? Yeah. <laughs> Pretend you're making a ghost costume for Halloween,
1: no. and you've got it. Well, Steve, you're, you're missing... That picture doesn't truly cover it uh, because it does have formed uh, like a crotch area. It goes... You'd have to see... Nick, you'd have to show him that picture. It's, Check out this it's one like on.
2: a onesie with a cape.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. So it's a little...
3: Well, see, are you Are, are you not... They were showing it up here. Are you not laying on a blanket when no, you no, lay... No, 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 no. Show Look him this here. one. Look at this one yeah, over here. Come
6: over there. Yeah. See? There's like there's a suit. Uh, there's looks, arm holes and leg like holes. It looks like you've
1: been glued to a wall. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyhow, uh, it leaves the back free for tanning. No. And the designer thinks it's nice Okay. To wear around town too i see what you're saying of course the designer does she wants to sell them
3: yeah
1: <laughs> uh yeah it's 199 that's dumb. that's I'm not ridiculous 200 bucks for that okay uh, i can get <clears throat>
2: sunglasses for
1: that yeah totally right do you know what's... by the way man <laughs> yeah what man w- what i decided to go and buy a nice pair of sunglasses okay i needed a good pair of sunglasses it, and sunglasses are not. It's highway cheap. robbery, is it not? And sunglasses are not cheap. They're like two hundred dollars if you want to get a good pair of sunglasses. Yeah. I got some Maui Jim sunglasses, which are great because they break. You you send them out, they return them to you, no charge, one hundred percent. I had them for less than a week, and I can't find them. Oh <laughs> uh, no! I know where I put them. <laughs> Somebody in the house picked them up, moved them somewhere, and I don't know where the hell they are. And I'm really pissed uh, off. Oh, Your about son's
2: cruising around in his car oh, in his yeah. new Maui Jim.
1: Yeah. All right,
3: so let me ask you. So I had to break myself of the, of bad habits. And so when I, I have a pair in the house oh. and I have a pair that's always in the holder in the car. So yeah. I, I, yeah. I make sure that that's how you should do it. That's how you should do it. So, and then there's one area regardless that I make sure that I put the, because I've lost so many because they're
1: expensive yeah. and I do this or you sit on them. I'm the grab 'em off the gas station rack kind of guys. I'm I'm just here. These will yeah. do. I just needed to shade. That's it. I'm not looking to make a a great fashion statement or anything. This time I went into a sunglass store. I tried on a bunch of different brands. I found the ones that I think You did the full deal. frame nicely on my face yeah. and they're freaking gone, man. The reality
4: is is that you get what you pay for, right? So mm. when you're buying the nicer sunglasses, you you're you're going to you're going to have a better view. It's and and Steve, I don't put my sunglasses in that little thing in the car because it scratches the lenses i i, I keep it
2: oh mine doesn't um, mine's padded
4: yeah mine's good mm-hmm. so it's mine i don't think so it's i
2: don't not... think so is that
3: where you keep your tax too
4: no i just think it's better to put it in the case that they give you and and yeah. i put I that case in the, the case.
5: door yeah.
2: every couple of years my mom says to me i i want another pair of nice sunglasses." she just like you she loses them within i give her a month she won't make it through, i bought a pair for her for mother's day she won't make it through the summer
3: you know what i did i ordered a i <laughs> i ordered a pair of those tactical sunglasses oh, you see no. the commercials for oh, them all the time those? yeah oh yeah so you get the first pair for like 19.99 mm-hmm. and then the other 11 pairs you get for another dollar mm-hmm. which really makes you question how good yeah. they're yeah so the first how can you afford to do that but uh, when I drive, like I have a heads-up display on my car, and I, it has to be like the the more yellow amber tint mm. for me
6: to for see that CNA. display. Yeah. yeah.
3: When yeah. They, don't you have somebody you get free sunglasses from?
6: Uh, yes, A guy named uh, Chris. Uh, he works for a company called Kanem. It's K A E N O N. And Chris, I fell in with him. Yeah. In Vietnam. He's uh, come out to a <laughs> few different charity events and stuff. And Chris is a good guy. And uh, they used to sell them in Vietnam to Rambo. Um, <laughs> we used to call them shades. What that was the name of the guy? That he was his name. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he knew uh, Bill Weston. He knew Bill
1: Weston. Well, tell this dude to send me some first, <laughs> okay? Because
10: <laughs> and I a sandwich. I send
1: a have, sandwich. No, I used to have a pair of Kenyans. They were very big. They were the, yeah. like the side, uh, the arms on the side were very large, like old lady at, the, at a wedding. Kind of like that. But I'm these, sorry. Well,
6: I had my eyes I got, dilated. I got
1: specifically they were frameless. That I could, if I wanted to wear them while playing golf, that wouldn't obstruct. That's, that's I mean,
6: where the, the specialty was. Athletes, so he would sell them to ball players, to golfers, uh, because you need them a little bit differently if you're if you're playing baseball or you're out on the course. They need to cover a little bit more of your face. Really. I've
3: always wanted uh, Larry Fishburne Matrix. No, oh my god, and they they don't work. Okay, they, I ordered so a pair they, once. They do not stay on your nose. Yeah. Uh, you know, you start to sweat a little bit, pop right off.
2: Preston, I have a tip for you. Oh, sorry, I have a tip for you. Uh, off Saks. So like Saks Fifth Avenue, the yeah. the um, discount version right. of that. No, the discount version. You get can, your
3: hand
9: off my face. <laughs> <laughs> you said Saks, Kathy.
2: <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, uh, you can get discounted uh, designer sunglasses there. Okay. I can, off
9: like, off the,
3: Saks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, where is this now?
2: It's in the Metroplex next is to it? Target. Uh, ah.
3: I can get you at least half price. Oh,
4: I
1: know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah.
4: What? I can get you Oakley's half price. Jokely's? No, no. Real Oakley's. Real Oakley's. Yes. Okay, not Jokely's. Oh, those knockoffs? Yeah. 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 We call them Oakleys no, but Jokely huh. I like better. Jokely's was what we used we to them. When
1: we would go up to New York every now and then, we go down Canal Street yeah. and I would stock up on cheap knockoffs. Yeah. And all get, the get the a really time. nice Rolex yeah. for 50 yeah. bucks. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah, and, and a great Panasonic TV. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, is this a yeah. sorny? <laughs> if you
3: go into those those going out of business stores, no, it's is legitimate sorny.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Lani Vuitton. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of great. People. Oh, this is gookie. Yeah. Don't you mean Gucci? No, <laughs> no it's nope. gookie. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, the Talkini is the latest. So. Very stupid. It's not a keeny. $200. All right. That's all I had. Sorry. It was just one audio oh, piece man. and uh, the... <laughs> Uh, the Talkini for the junk drawer today, but I'll, I'll have more to clean out in the very near future. We should take a break. We got a number of guests joining us on the program today, so we'll return in a moment. We got some bizarre file stories that are on the way next. Stay with us.
0: The, the Preston and Steve Show, Show podcast 933 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
1: All right, let's uh, fire up the bizarre file. Now,
0: bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Preston and Steve's
8: Bizarre, bizarre File.
1: All right, we're going to begin with this story out of uh, San Antonio. There were multiple 911 calls uh, that came in and revealed the dramatic chain of events at Methodist Hospital Medical Center. Uh, The 10th floor is full of smoke, you can hear one of the callers saying. You can't even see down the hall, the smoke is that bad. Police and fire reports reveal uh, that 70-year-old Robert Allen's heart had stopped at Methodist Hospital and a medical team responded. A defibrillator used by the medical team arced, and a spark went off and ignited the oxygen in the room. Oh, oh my God. That had been accidentally left on. The dispatcher, uh, the dispatch operator asked the nurse, reporting the incident, if the oxygen is causing it. And the nurse replies, we were trying to shut off the oxygen, but something ignited. Uh, The gentleman... Uh, Robert Allen died after employees attempted to resuscitate him. Jesus. Employees interviewed by police said that Allen was dead before the fire ha- had happened. Uh,
5: Claire! Yeah,
1: yeah, totally. That's what it was like. Police say that uh, they observed burn marks on Allen's shoulder and back. Methodist initial statements said a small fire involving a piece of equipment occurred at Methodist Hospital. They are going to give a full refund, though. And uh, that an investigation concluded there was no adverse impacts to patient outcomes as a result of this incident. With all the
3: oxygen stored in a hospital and all this sort of stuff, you know, it's surprising it doesn't happen more often.
1: Uh, Methodist officials did not say what equipment caught fire and did not acknowledge in their statement that a now dead patient was involved. Uh, They cite the defibrillator as the cause of the fire as well as the reason for damage to the patient and equipment in the room. Over the past year or so, there has been an escalating war between monkeys and humans on the subcontinent. Of course there has. I've seen the movies. In October last year, a 70-year-old man was stoned to death by a troop of monkeys that had reportedly collected bricks from a building side and hurled them at his head. Even more distressingly, a 12-day-old baby was snatched from its mother's breast by a monkey. We should raise you as a monkey. In one bizarre incident, a monkey stole over... Your name should be Caesar. A monkey stole over 10,000 rupees from a house and escaped to a nearby tree where, through the banknotes at passersby... Let it ride. Uh, <laughs> he's making it rain. <laughs> Another man died as a result of a monkey attack this month. Now, the escalation Some is violent real. violent-ass monkeys. The escalation is real, says primatologist uh, Iqbal Malik. Uh, he's told Gizmodo, the rhesus macaques, generally speaking, are a harmless and peaceful species. They live in troops, with each troop consisting of infants, sub-adults, sexually mature adults, and the elderly... The infants stay close to their mothers up to the age of six months, and the mother-infant bond is extremely strong. Reports of violence among rhesus macaques mostly emerge from cases of chaotic fissioning, breaking of groups, and separation of mothers and infants. Now, are rhesus macaques full of peanut butter? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Habitat loss is driving the monkeys ever, ever closer to human settlements. Macaque monkeys are considered sacred by Hindus. Wow, that's wonderful. Who often feed them because of their connection to the god uh, Hunaman. Uh, but the monkeys are becoming increasingly dangerous. About 20 cases of monkey bites are being reported every day. Uh, and attempts to curb India's monkey population go back as far as 2006. Jeez. Uh, they started trying to sterilize the rhesus monkeys, but they say it's not really working. So they're trying to figure something out. Sometimes you can't trust your own eyes. A woman in New York City saw <clears throat> that she thought was, a, or she said what she thought was a woman dressed in the iconic robes from The Handmaid's Tale standing on the edge of a Manhattan rooftop on Tuesday. But when the NYPD responded, uh, they found it was a uh, patio umbrella. A handmaid's umbrella. Yeah, they had it. It had a white top on it. Casey McCormick posted about the ordeal on Twitter along with a photo of what she thought was the red cloaked silhouette in the distance. <laughs> it's a handmaid sale It's Sequoia. Uh, she also said the responding officer sent her a photo of the umbrella. Uh, Netflix's Twitter account also joined in on the fun with a reference to the TV series protagonist Alfred uh, posing. Uh, posting uh, off umbrella is what they called that one. A woman who married the three hundred year old ghost of a Haitian pirate. Uh, Said he almost killed her when she tried to break up with him. Run this by me again. Yes, a woman who married a 300-year-old ghost of a Haitian pirate said he almost killed her when she tried to break up with him. That son of a bitch. Amanda Teague (laughs) legally married her soulmate, Jack, who allegedly died in the 1700s after being executed for thieving on the high seas on a boat in international waters. This is Captain Jack Sparrow. I don't know. However, Amanda from Northern Ireland was forced to undergo an exorcism after his spirit possessed her and left her hospitalized. Uh, the former Jack uh, Captain Jack Sparrow impersonator said that their spiritual and sexual relationship was given her serious had given her serious health problems and threatened to kill her if she tried to dump him. Mm. Uh, she suffered with painful abscesses, developed sepsis, and was told she would need a colostomy bag. But was incredibly healed after she eventually managed to get rid of Jack. It's another example of women picking
3: the wrong ghost. Yeah. yeah, she said.
1: Uh... No, there's a good prospect. After two weeks of marriage, I started to get health problems. I started to get recurring, uh, perennial, perennial abscesses, and I was suffering from cirrhosis. Jesus! About four or five months in, when things started to go really downhill, I went back to some of the people that had communicated with Jack, <laughs> and said, "I know the symptoms of possession, and part of it is ill health." She <laughs> discovered Jack was not all he made himself out to be. She said, so I was concerned that it was to do with their relationship because of, with the relationship because of the timeline. Is it is it possible this woman is an imbecile? Uh, uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know if they've looked into that or not. Uh, but uh, she said, I was unassured that he was lovely spirit who wouldn't harm me, or I was assured. But after her dog Toby died, Amanda says she spotted a major red flag about the relationship. Uh, and said that she felt that he was bad, and apparently he took over her body. What app did she meet him on? Uh, that's a good question. Don't know where they... Uh, Ghost her? That. Yeah, maybe. So anyhow, she's out of her freaking mind. <laughs> uh, People and, believe this stuff, though. And then one last story. This took place over the, this past weekend. A Florida man got the bite of his life after finding a python in his bathroom Sunday morning. Yeah. Officers were called to a home after a resident found an unwelcome slithery guest trying to either enter or exit his toilet... And at some point, he was bitten by the python. And they're not poisonous, but they have big ass fangs on them. Absolutely. Officers identified the snake to be non venomous. Ball python. It was caught and later transferred to a reptile center. The man was taken to the hospital and treated for the snake bite. Where was he bitten exactly? It does not indicate. Uh, Well, if he was sitting on the
3: toilet, yeah, it had to be on his ass.
1: Uh, Ball pythons are one of the most popular non native snakes in the pet trade. Uh, they can be confused with Burmese pythons, but adult pythons rarely grow longer than four feet. By the way, would you not die of a heart attack oh where you turn around and see a snake in the toilet? In the toilet, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, it would. It would definitely mess with me. And I'm not the kind that gets way freaked out by creatures, yeah. but that would absolutely terrify me. I think if it was in the toilet. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. Uh, real quick, I want to do a wedding shard out, and I know you have a, an event yes, you want to yeah, plug. Thank you. Uh, says, "Hey, um, sorry this is late, but I'm really hoping you can give my best friend, who is getting married tomorrow, a shard out. No problem." Said, so, "Growing up, we listen to your show every day on our way to school together. You guys have been such a huge part of our lives, and I know that it would mean the world to him. His name is Dom, and he's marrying his beautiful wife Brooke up in Newport, Rhode Island. And I would love to play your shard out during the best man speech." Huh. He says, thank you, rock on, and love you guys. That is from Lou. So everybody at the reception who is listening now, this is for you guys.
3: Oh, that man. was perfect. Uh, now enjoy wedding.
1: your first day. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so there you go. Congratulations to the uh, the happy couple. And, uh, and Lou, you can now leave. They don't want you there anymore. Uh, and one other quick thing, I, uh, because I didn't know where to put this. is not a shard out or anything like that. All right. But I saw this... Um, Twitter post yesterday from somebody named somebody named Casey Maestro. Casey Maestro, yeah, and they were commenting on it was a video uh-uh. that I did reading from that that book of the the uh, the dangers of pleasuring yourself. Yes,
3: a book from 1778 or something yeah, like that. Yeah,
1: yeah, and uh, and so but they commented, and I guess maybe I mispronounced or something like that, but uh, they come up with a Preston and Steve drinking game. Ah, <clears throat> and here's what you do. Uh, so it, you have to drink anytime uh, Preston says a word wrong. Steve says, I did stand-up comedy. Uh, Nick knows a fact. Casey has an idea. Or Kathy says, ooh or no. Huh. So there you go. <laughs> if you want to try that out, listen to our podcast. I think I probably,
3: there's probably something I say more than that. I think you get drunker more. Well, you don't want to go way crazy. Isn't the the I- oh, isn't the idea? <clears throat> to, oh, okay. Because uh, I, I always mean,
1: thought the idea of a drinking game was to do something that where you're going to get bombed. It, well, it is. But, yeah. I mean, there's, there's enough there. Enough, if you use all those, chances are you're going to be hammered right. into a show. But, Point uh, taken. Yep, there you go. All
3: right. Uh, you wanted yes. to
1: mention an event, right? Well,
3: Cats is coming, you know, to the uh, – the Kimmel Center of Broadway uh, is bringing Cats to the area. And it's going to be at the Forest Theater tomorrow. Uh, the uh, production uh, has – they actually asked Claire, my wife, who runs MaxFun, which is a cat charity – to uh, help them participate in cat adoption days. So there's going to be uh, a couple of cats, about 12 to 15 cats, for adoption at the theater itself. And the theater is at uh, the Forest Theater 1114, so 1114 Walnut Street. We're going to be right up there in, in front of the theater. She's going to be there set up. This is going to be throughout the afternoon. And I'm going to make uh, an appearance there from about 3 to four thirty, three 3 to 5, 5 o'clock after I do the Sequoia event. So if you come on by and you're in the in the um, market for adopting a cat, these are all uh, rescued animals, participate. I thought it was very cool that they they asked her to participate and she went to act and, and, and uh, it's a cooperation. So if you're looking for a cat to bring a cat into your life, uh, we'll be out there and uh, it's a wonderful way to do that. And we'll also be telling you about the Mutiny on the Mishulu, which is taking place on June 20th. Again, another um, Max Fund-based charity. I'll tell you more about that on Monday. But this is a great way. We'd love to see you stop by. I'll, again, I'll be there after the Sequoia appearance. And there'll be a whole bunch of kitties. Come by if you're uh, looking for a cat. We'd love to adopt them out. The whole idea is to move Forest Theater, 1114 Walnut Street. And that is uh, happening from 2 to about 5. And let me make sure I have that. Yeah, two to five p.m. I'll be there from about three to four thirty-five o'clock. So come by and say hi.
1: It'll be a nice day too. So yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, excellent. All right, listen. I want to take a break. Sterling Pig Brewery here this morning. Uh, Their second location is one thirteen West Market Street in Westchester. They're also located in Media, PA. And I have uh, $25 gift cards. Nice. And I can take callers uh, 14 and 15, and I will give those to you, two one five two six three 263 wmmr They have weekly food specials at the bar Monday through Wednesday, 7 to 10 p.m. They offer brunch every Sunday as well, 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. So check them out, and you can see all the information at sterlingpig.com. We'll take a break and be back. Coming up next, Chris Red will be here. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com.
8: Snazzy.
3: Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond engagement rings are ready to go. Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly.
1: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next guest has a uh, lot of fans in Philly and a lot of fans in this room right here. And he's going to be playing Punchline uh, tonight. And also... Uh, that's it? That's it. 7.30. One show. Oh. Two shows. Two, two shows. shows. One night
11: only. There you
1: go. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Redd. Yeah.
11: Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's up, everybody? How are you, man? I'm good. I'm tired. Yeah. Tired? yeah, y'all up early, man. Yeah. yeah, bless y'all hearts. Each and every one, each and every one of y'all individual barbecue eating hearts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we I'm eat tired, it early. Man. Yeah, we eat the barbecue early in the morning, man. I, I know. I was like, oof. It- ugh, I don't know if my stomach could do it. Take one bite and you'll be on board. Yeah. And, oh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm lying, night chat, but I'm taking something to go.
3: <laughs> it's a weird thing because we get so I'm up at three forty-five and like you know. <laughs> On purpose. On purpose. (laughs) Yeah, you kind of, but and we all get up early, and so people come in and see us eating stuff like that. But it's your your whole day gets screwed up because it's like our lunch is occurring hours before most people's lunch. Yeah, yeah, so it just it just wipes you out. But you're no stranger, obviously on SNL. Yeah, that's known as one of the most rigorous schedules for uh you know putting a show together for writing and all that stuff but you if you take your story back you're from chicago chicago right
11: yes yeah, so i was born in st louis i know i gotta say that okay I mean? and i was there for seven years and i moved to chicago but my family's from mississippi so they made sure that we were kind of raised out there too so i've been, Preston's I'm, from, st. Yep. been by, yeah, yep. from st louis yeah i heard you from st louis we're at chesterfield not west county yeah. yeah how about you uh in the city proper and then we went to uh St. Charles. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then uh from St. Charles we went to the west side of Chicago, right. then the west suburbs, and then I went to the the city. In the I, city. I would
1: yeah. be in that close in St. Louis going we would go to Chicago from time to time. I love that town, man. Yeah.
11: Love that town. I love I love Chicago with all my heart. Um, I, I have a special appreciation for St. Louis. Uh, I went to uh, I went to church with Ozzy Smith for a, l- a long time. Is that time, right? And he, he, he was my favorite baseball player because he yep. flipped, which is not yeah. the right reason. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? Burke kid, You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, yo, he's a baseball player and a ninja. That's <laughs> a, uh, why would I not love that? Uh, Could have been the greatest. Sh- like, Could have been the greatest shortstop of yeah. all time as well. well so, yeah, yes, so, exactly. Yeah. It's like, but I never leave with that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but you, you're right. You
3: do remember. I remember those one that I remember for years and years and years. There was a guy Ron Swamboda, on the Mets years ago who made a diving catch. Didn't do much else. Yeah. It was like the dude dove. Yeah, and was It's like, like, it. like he could fly. It builds. And he the, lands. It builds the legend. Yeah,
4: I, I caught an Ozzy Smith foul ball. The only time I ever caught a foul what? ball. Yeah, it was Easter Sunday, like maybe nineteen ninety something like that. He just wow. it, it was screaming down the left uh, like third base line, and it, and I I mean I I didn't actually catch it. But I knocked it down with my hands wait, and then I picked wait, it up. This story yes, is breaking yes. down the more you talk,
11: man. It's like, I caught it. Wait, well, I didn't catch it, but I looked at it. But I didn't see it. I wasn't there. <laughs> it was on TV. Okay,
3: we were listening to the radio. Right, I
11: was, it, was a, it was a radio, not my radio. I was I was hanging at somebody's house.
3: <laughs> they told me about it. So. <laughs> you go to Chicago, and but music <laughs> is your first love, right?
11: Yeah, I man, I wanted to be a rapper. I wanted to be a gangster, all that, and... None of it worked out the way I <laughs> thought it was going to, but it, it, it circled back when I was able to do music comedy, which is like a beautiful thing. And it's it's very cool because so. so
3: but you you found out you're making people laugh, and correct me if I'm wrong. But you used to get free food at McDonald's for
11: making people laugh at McDonald's. Yeah. So okay. So the, so the story is, people that are just sitting here randomly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, so I, I was in between jobs because where I was living at, I had worked. I had worked like fifty jobs. Like yeah. that point, maybe thirty five. <laughs> and and yeah, a lot yeah. in that area, so I couldn't get hired anywhere. So I, I would just do what people that are unemployed do. They go to the gym, and then uh, and I would <laughs> visit my friends at work. And, uh, and some of my friends worked at McDonald's, so I would go up there and I would crack jokes for, like, maybe half hour, an hour sometimes. And they would just, like, give me free food every day. So I didn't know if I was hilarious or they just thought I was so homeless. <laughs> Either way. It, it worked. It worked.
3: You know but what i But, you understand? know, it's, it surprised me because, obviously, so you're coming in on the music side and you hear a lot of people. I think there's a lot that, you know, the old joke is that musicians want to be comedians and comedians want to do music. And yeah. it goes back and forth. But the first time I started to see you, I'm like, this guy's got it because you were you were just, I, I was drawn to you, you know whatever you were in, and, and we're big fans of pop star Never Stop uh-huh. Never Stopping. Bless you, yeah. Bless y'all. And, and uh, Hunter the Hungry is just such a <laughs> such a great character, and you're 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 just so kinetic. And, and and in that, I think, but but you yourself were not sure your chops at that point, or did, did you? When when did you make that fork in the road? When did you go the comedy way completely uh- and just say, okay, forget music for now.
11: Well, because I had put everything into music, like I had, this is it's kind of the only thing I had had chased up until this point. It was like twenty. I was twenty three. Right then, and uh, and I had used my whole check yet again for another <laughs> studio session, and and I was like, I had like twenty five dollars to my name because it's expensive. A gang of songs, and I was like, am I gonna just keep doing this? Yeah, like, is this? Because I had tried so much. I mean, I tried hard, like like uh, unrelentingly hard. I I don't think I said that word right, but you (laughs) said it right. Yeah. But then I was like, man, I just I think I should just take a break and figure out if there's another route for me. Which was the first time I had to be real, be real with myself to take a step back. So uh, I was depressed for a long time about that, and then like a like a half a year, year later, I um I was I saw a commercial for Second City, and and I was like, oh, maybe I maybe I could do this, you know. And uh and my the parents,
3: legendary Second City. Yeah, so they're just guy, running
11: like like open casting or what? No, there's there's the beginner classes where you could uh-huh. pay a lot of money to walk around the room with other adults uh, <laughs> and play pretend. Yeah, it's like you a tree now, all right. Business man, like a guy in a full suit just being a tree, you know? Uh and it was I was like, well, maybe that and I know my parents did not like me rapping, they had to really warm up to that. And then when I was, I went back to the, when I went to visit them. I was like, "Yo, I think I'm gonna uh, get into comedy." And my dad was like, "Oh, Second City, yeah, that's cool." And my mom was like, "Another dream? You know. <laughs> <laughs> just go to school, Jesus."
3: Oh. <laughs> uh, but it worked out. Kudos to yeah. you though for, for for biting the bullet and going and going, figuring okay, I need to put in my time and going yeah. to do the classes. A lot of people yeah. wouldn't do that, but you
11: started doing stand up as well. I did. That's at yeah, that same time. I was I was out. I had already been hosting some stuff. Yeah. As, and and uh, and so I knew I had jokes, but I wasn't really studying the art of of stand up comedy in the right way. So when I started doing um in, in, improv and sketch, I was like, oh, let me really let me really dive in and try to find what my voice is.
1: Well, there's there seems to be there's there's sketch people and there's stand up people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And there's some like two gangs that, can, that are can, nerds. Some, <laughs> yeah. 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 some people can marry it and make it make it work. Like SNL can. Yeah. I yeah. mean, well to an example, like Brewer. Brewer is a stand up dude. Yeah. He did yeah. you know yeah. he, he worked hard in the clubs and all that. And mm-hmm. you know, we've had him on the show many times. He's like, I went and tried this thing at Saturday Night Live. I just basically did my stand up routine. Yeah. And he found a way to get into sketch comedy, but it still wasn't really
11: his Thing, you know what I mean? Well, I, there are people that I loved co- coming up that could do it really well. Like, you know, like Eddie, uh, yeah. you know, and, and Chappelle. So it's like, those. I, I wanted to always be a, a stand up that could act. Because I, I love acting. If I didn't, I wish I didn't love acting as much as I do. Because mm. it would be way easier just to be a, a stand up and uh, not balance Especially in Chicago, because it's so. We're so, uh, we're so split in a lot of ways. But in, in the comedy scene, when I was coming up, yeah, you you either picked one or the other. You would, would they up. look
3: down at you or would, would you yeah. catch some guffs? So if you were the improv guy coming into a stand-up room, yeah. they'd be
11: like, well, they, who's this They dude? thought you're selfish. They, okay. Because they're like, you, you can just, you, you, you just want to be up there by yourself. <laughs> improv is a team sport. Mm-hmm. And then you would go to open mics and they're like, what are you doing that nerd improv for? You're going to be a stand-up. <laughs> and then as soon as it started working, they were like, Oh, so what class did you take? You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Let me ask you: What are you then? Um, I'm a comedian. Okay, you're not a musician. I uh, and a, and a musician. I, I think I, all of it all of it is a tool belt. You know yeah. what I'm, I'm Batman, <laughs> and all of it is a tool belt. So improv and sketch, I use it all to like
4: one's going to help the other. Yeah, and so when when you know we're talking to you, I, I can't help but think of Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, yes. and. And I don't know if Childish Gambino would have ever been able to take off had it not been for Parks and Rec, right? Right. Uh, so you, you know, mean, okay. oh no, 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 uh, community. Or, or Community. I'm sorry, yeah. uh, wrong show. Same network. Same network. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, one begot the other. And so, what did he want to start out as? Was he a musician
11: first, or was he an actor? And now he does stand
4: up too. Yeah. Yeah.
11: yeah. Well, he, I, I, I don't, is he is he is he doing stand up anymore? No, I, I don't think he's so. done. He's he did a special. He, 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 he it, did so a special. Really I, I, I remember seeing a special. Uh, I think he was ra- he was rapping be- he was rapping before right. too. I don't really know when he started. Uh, I should call him. Uh, <laughs> I, him the phone. I, I, I don't know when he started, but I I know that his his music's always been dope. And right. and, and like him like, like like separating that with his own like, like with the Childish Gambino. Situation. But like one was
4: able to feed the other, and yeah. and so are, are you getting to a point in your in your career where you feel like. Uh, Maybe the music career might be able to take off as yeah. a result of what you're doing now?
11: Yeah, I mean, I love doing music comedy. And so. Uh, and you won an Emmy for it. I did. For the, which was crazy. Cause that I never heard, blow your mind. Yeah, it is, I'm still wrapping my head around it now. Like, uh, For
3: I, people who don't know, explain what you, it was a song you did on SNL.
11: Yeah, yeah. It was a song we did on SNL, uh, Come Back to Rock, and I wrote it with my uh, writing partner, uh, Will Steven, and we won an Emmy for it. And I, we didn't go in like, we're writing an Emmy song today. <laughs> like, I think that's an insane thought to have. <laughs> uh but when it happened it was like oh this is crazy it's kind of like set some new goals of like how like where where this could take you you know if if you write some good jokes and the timing is cool yeah uh so i i i just i always knew i wanted to do music i always knew i wanted to do comedy music yeah. uh, i didn't know i wanted to do it that much but that's why i, I, I half the reason why i went out for snl because i wanted to be challenged in that way wow uh and i wanted to see if if I could, if I could, like, even follow in the footsteps of, of, of the big bros like the Lonely Island and, and Weird Al's and all the people who came before me, that I really loved. Well, it's working. Well, th- <laughs> yeah. thank you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Stay along long way to just Just getting started, baby. Yeah. yeah. I want to yeah. ask you about uh, Kanye because uh,
6: he's yeah. such a uh, complex person. I, I don't really know if I like him or not. I don't know if that no. even matters. I think that's
11: the point. Of, well, I don't know. I'm just trying okay. to... Be, uh, you I threw think me that's off. The, was, what if I just walked off? Just right there? Yeah, yeah, dog. Yeah. But he's got to be...
3: Right? And that, be that would make Kanye sense. Thing that would work. Right? Yeah, that if would you totally just disappeared worked. into a Kanye cloud, <laughs> I think <laughs> that
6: would make sense. I think that I like your impression of Kanye more than I like Kanye himself. Because I, I end up laughing at yours, and, and it, I just find it to be hilarious. Do
11: you... Do you like Kanye? Does that matter? I love Kanye. Uh, You know, from Chicago, grew up on Kanye. When he made it, it was such a big deal for people in music. And it was just, you know, he was like the underdog who who made it. Like, no one believed in the kid. And then, like, all of a sudden, it was like like, he was the biggest thing in the city. I also met him when I was a child. Uh yeah, I, and I handed him a mixtape when he was just getting popular, and he was like, "Nah, <laughs> <laughs> yo." And so I learned real early that I might not like him as a person. Oh, uh, okay, but I but I, like I loved you. his music. You know what I mean?
3: You know, he just did a thing, and I was reading about it. Letterman has a new series, an interview series yeah. On, yeah. on Netflix. I love and that. So series. he sat down with it. I uh, sat down with Kanye, and some of the the, the uh, quotes I was reading. It's kind of interesting because he goes into the bipolar stuff. Hmm. And he explains, he starts to explain, and, I, and in a way I'm like, oh, this." so this is what he's battling with. And, and he, he says, you know, when he goes, has a bipolar situation that everyone runs in and tries to help and does exactly the wrong thing. And sure. like like makes it, you know, so he it, it's in a way you can say, okay, I, I, maybe I understand him a little bit more because – I have to say, you know, the more I hear of some of his stuff, he does seem to be.
11: A bit, and I'm not, you know, his a, a musical he's genius. He's a bit of
3: a, he's an innovator, yeah, you yeah. know.
11: But I, but I have a love for him, and I think that's why I love the impression so much. Is because <laughs> I don't. There are things I won't make fun of him for, right? You right. Know right. Know what I mean, and like and, what? Uh, I mean, just by like, I won't harp on the mental issues of it because it's like you know, I'm, I, I'm depressed. I be, I'm not depressed all the time. I'm yeah. not going to like make. I'm not gonna make fun of that specifically. You know what I mean? I, I would I would much rather you can still make bad decisions no matter what you're going through. And uh you can say things the wrong way. And I I'm a fan so I feel like when he's making me mad for, for decisions he's making or, like, he's doing something wild, I can speak on that without without it coming from a hateful place, and I think that's the important thing. Right.
3: You yeah. always get that, yeah.
4: I I feel like, though, the Kanye, the, the human being, is always just trying to drop knowledge, and mm-hmm. he's never mm-hmm. just he's never just talking to somebody. He's always trying there's to, a like, reason. teach you something, yeah.
11: and, like, sometimes I don't feel like learning. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, there's, he, he's, that's the thing. of That's the important thing is, like, he's always really – in the right, in his mind, he's in the right, and he has a purpose and a point. And a lot of times, he does it here, and then when it comes out, you're like, "What?" Well, you
3: know, what I'm saying? you're exactly right because he'll he'll sit down with somebody where and he'll get metaphysical, and he'll be he's being interviewed by like Jerry Springer. It's like, yeah.
11: "Maybe this, maybe
3: just." Maybe yeah. a little bit lighter for this interview. Yeah, you're yeah,
11: yeah you're like, like so that's why a Caterpillar rides on a cloud. I'm like, well, okay, I do believe the world should be one. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but that other stuff is catap- crazy. <laughs> where the caterpillar come from? <laughs> you don't hear me, fam? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I wanted to ask you about uh the we were talking about Pop Star and it's yeah. just, again it's such a great movie and I and I was saying off air that it's it's gonna reach that it's already I think well on its way to being one of those iconic cult movies that people need to go back and rediscover, uh, you know, and and, uh, your character in it is is so good. Working with the Lonely
11: Island guys and with Andy Samberg and and, uh, Tim Meadows, what was that experience like? It was amazing, man. It was like, like it, was, it was my first movie. I'm stumbling because I still get like so excited about that movie.
3: Was it hard uh, not to fanboy out when you're around? Because they were, uh, by the way, there was you know, Pink and Mariah Carey and all these other people were in the oh, movie as well.
11: All of those people, I had different interactions with. Yeah. So, um, like, like the Lonely Island was very nervous to meet Andy and them, and then they came in, to start talking basketball, and I was like, oh, they regular dudes. This is cool, <laughs> and they are. They're very chill uh meeting uh tim tim meadows was dope like yeah. he's just like a big bro like more like a uncle you know what i'm saying like a cool <laughs> uncle though you know and uh and i love i love tim i see him i see him pretty much all the time when i'm like in chicago or, or anytime we're in the same city yeah we kind of link up and and he was and he helped me out a lot and i was just on set they let me come hang when i'm not even shooting just to kind of because i was just i was soaking everything up man and it was like i mean I i just wanted to come there and do the best that i could because I was the least known person uh, with 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 lines, so I, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna make sure that I just like kill it every day. You did. I, I bring this improv to it. When I met Mariah Carey, I was a little, I was geeking. I smelled <laughs> her before I, I saw her. Ooh, what you, you smell, you smell like? like? Oh man, like if cotton candy <laughs> had perfume of angels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if cotton candy had perfume of angels, yeah, like wow. if cotton candy got up and was like. like you already cotton candy you don't need none
4: i saw her um i'm actually a huge mariah carey fan and i saw her in philly a couple of months ago it was i was blown away with how great the concert was and by the way it was loud i mean i started getting a headache by the end of the show because i was like okay i've been to rock shows that aren't this loud it was awesome
11: Oh man, was yeah. she cool to you? She's oh, she's amazing. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, she's and she's from New York. So we just, yeah. you know, and I, I love New York. This was before I lived there, but I always wanted to live there. And so we started talking about New York and Chicago. And she was just like a cool, down to earth person, and that made her even doper to me. Yeah, uh, the person who rock who rocked me, uh, I, I wasn't, I'm not like a huge like fan person, you right? Know what right. I mean? So I. At least not in theory. So I, I never met. people. the I never. So so when I met him, that's when I realized how much of a fan I was. And one one day on set, Angelina Jolie came. Wow. Um, unannounced. And uh, as soon as I saw her, I was like, Oh, it's like a flash <laughs> of all these things I've ever seen her in. I'm like, yeah. I'm a fan of this person. <laughs> I and like, I what? was going through set talking to everybody, and she showed up, and I clammed up. I I couldn't think. And and then she. Did and, you meet her face to face? Man, they sent her over to me because they they saw me freaking out in the corner. I was just sitting in the corner just like, oh, man, Angelina Jolie is here. And, like, the loudest person on set became the quietest person on set. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, Angelina Jolie is here. So she came up dressed real normal, but her kids. Uh, and, and she came up and she was like, hey, um, you know where I can get some water? There was tons of people that uh, their job was to do this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I knew I was being pranked, but I couldn't. She was just, I, you know, she's hurt. Yeah. And so I was like... I I, I don't even know what water is, <laughs> <laughs> and, so she, and I'm like, man, she thinks I have a real issue in my head. Oh, it's, it's so face to face though, she pretty pretty stunning. Oh man, yeah. And yeah, she was she was like casually dressed, like, she, yeah. and that's what made it cooler to me that she was just like, just a cool, just a just ah, she's perfect. There's
3: something though <laughs> and, 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 that it does where. There is a thing that that makes somebody. We met Kate Beckinsale mm. on the on the set of uh, it was, it was after cool. Pearl Harbor for the press yes. junket at Pearl Harbor,
11: and Preston. When she came over, we we were um. didn't know how to talk. <laughs> well, yeah. she's absolutely gorgeous. Yep. On top of that. She's very funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, she's so funny. Well, that's cool. Yeah, we well, obviously, yeah, f-
3: there was a bit of an SNL connection uh, there as well. Oh, I would
11: not even reference yeah. that. i was just saying she's a funny person. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: So, so, so cool. with with the show with the with pop star, there's a sequence that just is hilarious where you're you and Connor for real are going back and <laughs> forth, and you are he you are you he was set up on stage yeah. and. Is it, did you improv that in the moment? You're 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 admitting to doing it, and then you're denying doing it back and forth for about a minute and a half.
11: So that was one of the scenes that that was already done for the audition. Okay, and one of the scene I think that's probably the scene that got me the, the job. It's I freaking think. hilarious, um, but it's the funny, still hands down one of the funniest things I've done, and uh, just that like from writing it to just finding the game and yeah. just extending it. But I had so many. I, we did that for a long time. It was all of our favorite scene t- to do. And uh, we, we, I mean, man, if you saw the outtakes, there's like so many versions of, of that because I, I had like five different ways I wanted to do it, and we played each and every one of them, those ways uh, that day. But I was looking forward to that day, man, for, for a long time. We just it, had so it worked fun
3: well. It. I, I wanted to ask you for the SNL uh, audition, um, which is always a, like a really difficult thing to do. Yeah. Did you go up and just do stand-up? Did you do characters? What did you do?
11: Uh, when I was touring, um, well, I'm still touring. I don't know what yeah. When I was, uh, but like at that time, I was touring and I was doing a bunch of ca- I was doing a bunch of characters in my in my show because I do that I do that anyway, right? And uh I, and I, and I had a lot of stand up bits in there, so I was like, yo, I'll go. I just basically truncated what I do in my show, made it more character heavy, but like made sure that I had stand up bits in there that would set stuff up. Were you really shredding well. bullets? No, because it was my second time, and my first my first year was so hectic. Because, uh, like, uh, somebody said I, I got the show and I didn't get the show. And so, oh, yeah. So, I had had to deal with this whole thing for like a year in Chicago. And so, <laughs> I was kind of like over it. And then they were like, You want to come back in? And I was like, and they, People had just stopped talking about uh, me not getting this show. And then I was like, I kind of didn't want to do it. But then I I knew I, in my heart I wanted to so, sure so when I came back in I kind of had a little chip on my shoulder a little bit <laughs> yeah, that like helps. I don't care how this goes I'm I'm, I'm me <laughs> but that <laughs> that helped though it helped yeah. me not be so yeah. nervous about it yeah. and uh and I and I I had just worked so hard over that year. That I just felt good, had a couple drinks. Went in there, I would not suggest that. if That's not your thing. Uh, I was in a I was in a place. Uh, I don't want you know any kids. Like, oh, that's all I need to do. Get hammered. You know, get real hammered and go in there and audition. Like, don't please don't do that. Uh, but I but I went in there and I you know and I just did all of my characters that I, that I um that that really I really wanted to do and and it just worked out. Excellent.
4: All right, so you're in town um basically for Roots Picnic, right? So yeah, so tonight's yeah. kind of like a warm-up show, something. So what can we expect at punchline tonight yeah. and at Roots Picnic
11: tomorrow? Um I don't know what happens tomorrow. I will be at home. Well, I'll be at the picnic. Okay. For, <laughs> for a little bit, but then I have to head back to New so York. So you're
4: just going to Roots Picnic tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah.
11: Uh, but tonight you can expect uh, uh, yo, we're, we're doing some stand up comedy. I know uh, Black Thought's gonna do some stand up too. No kidding. Uh, yeah, and I'm gonna be talking. I'm gonna be telling stories, man. I'm gonna be telling jokes. I'm a joke teller. You know what I mean. Uh, you may see some kind. You may not. Please don't yell out impressions, because oh, yeah. I'm not an impressionist. I love doing the impressions, but I'm not a guy who's like, all right, for the next impression. Right. I also don't know why I became a 1960s auctioneer. <laughs> for my next impression, step right
6: up. Ask for that impression tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
11: I will do that all day.
3: Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
11: ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, feast your eyes on barbecue.
6: <laughs> no, it's it's annoying when people ask for impressions. But Chris, I did want to ask you one more uh, SNL-related yeah. Question. Um, I, I saw an interview recently with Dana Carvey who said that Lauren Michaels barely sleeps and he goes out until like
11: six or seven Yo, in the morning. Is, is that true? Lauren can kick it. Still. Yes, he's a G, man. Wow. <laughs> he is a G. He, I, I'll, I'll be looking around people like going home and Lauren's sitting right there just like chilling. <laughs> it's like four in the morning. Like, Lauren, you ever get tired? No. <laughs> he's a G, man. He's awesome. But he's sort of still the ringleader on all of this, right? Yeah, like he, man. He, I, I, that was the most impressive thing uh that was, was watching when, when we do like a dress rehearsal right before the show and, and, and we have to do notes and he goes through the whole show and does barely looks at his sheet and like can tell you like what you need to change in each sketch through a, throughout like a a two hour show. It's wow. insane. Yeah. And it's I mean he just he has a super passion for this and I, I you know I don't know how I would run run without him man. He's dope. It's a talent,
1: yeah. man, definitely. He did not pay me to say that. <laughs> uh, well, nah, Chris, Chris is going to be at Punchline, as Casey said, tonight. There are two shows, 730 945. I'm going to bet you they're going to sell out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ooh, that'd be cool. At punchlinephilly.com. I would get them right now if I were you. Uh, but we're glad you're in town, man. Thanks for making time to come by here. We appreciate it. Oh, man, it.
11: thank you guys for having me yeah. before the popular guy.
1: Uh, <laughs> you're the popular any time, guy, too. Any time. <laughs> Chris Red, guys, is here for him. Yeah, yeah. Fun Thank you. You got it, man. Take care. We're going to come back in just a moment. Yeah, Adrian Zemed's going to be on the show when we get back. Make sure Adrian! Stay. What's new? Glad you asked. Rival Sons. Take my, take my Godsmack. Full,
0: but the Revivalists.
5: You got some change your pocket, but it
8: change.
6: New music. More of everything that rocks on
8: 93 3 WMMR.
1: Thank you very much, Kathy. A few weeks ago, we had uh, Cindy Williams and Dee Dee stop by our studio. They were performing in uh, Middletown of the Bucks County Playhouse. Yes. And we had such a great time mm. with them. And we found out starring in the same show was another person that we've wanted to get in our studio for years. And we said, Could you put a good word in? <laughs> Well, we're okay, guys. And sure enough, he's here before us. And by the way, the show is going to be at the Delaware Theater Company. Uh, it is now through June 2nd. Sitting to my left, ladies and gentlemen, Adrian Zmed. Yay. Yay.
12: Adrian Zmed? I thought he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're not
1: kidding. Oh, We've been talking about you forever, right, Preston? Uh, We have. We absolutely have. We we are fans. Has anybody ever said to you, I thought you were dead before, though? (laughs) (laughs) That's a slight insult.
12: Well, actually, there was an episode of The Simpsons where I was uh, in one of their musical numbers, Uh and I popped out of a coffin saying, and I'm not dead.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's something about you ever since. And I've honestly, we've loved so much of, of what you've done, but you've always... Always had fun with your own image, which is an endearing quality. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you know, you. like it's—I mean, like, right from the get-go, even for Christ's sake on TJ Hooker, which sort of put you on on the map. You—you you, there was always sort of a knowing, fun aspect of that, you know. And Shatner, of course, is was has always been great at that. Yeah, you know, no <laughs> knowing how to play it both ways with a wink. Yeah, and uh, and and so throughout your career, but here you are in this in this play, and again, uh, Middletown. Uh, and it's, it's, it's two couples and, uh, they're, they're sort of, it, there's some comedy, there's some, some sadness, but it's just, it's the way they've yeah. grown over the years. What drew you to this? The,
12: exactly that. Um, yeah. I'm used to, you know, I, I've been through this, the, the Eastern seaboard so many times with musicals. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I'm used to just, uh, being drenched in sweat by the end of the show and, and doing it. And then I, I read this play and it was such a, a simple play it it's just about two couples who have dinner every friday night for 33 years right they're best friends and it's they're normal people and life happens to them mm-hmm. and it truly is a roller coaster of emotions i mean we suck you in by uh all our all our little charming quirks that the couples have and everything and then life happens there are tragedies in life that you have to deal with uh, relationship problems with uh, your spouse uh, and everything but there is a an incredible message. There are so many messages in this uh, in this piece. I think it's a very important piece because we deal with a lot of social problems, mm-hmm. and my God, we're we're having that problem today, aren't we? Well, uh, it, and I, I it, thought we have come a long way, but maybe we haven't.
3: It's it's good to revisit and remember, and and, yeah. and also just mm-hmm. remember what sort of unifies us. And I get the feeling that this is uh, this exposes a lot of things that bring us all together. Yeah, because we there. Many playwrights have said David Mamet said You know the the play that's happening in the house next to yours is as you know riveting as anything yeah. you'll see on
12: Broadway. It's, yeah. it's just it's the
3: nature of, yeah. of life.
12: And what what is the great fascinating thing about this this play is is that. Uh the words speak for themselves. Yeah. Uh, we actually... Uh, there's there's a play called Love Letters, if anybody knows about it. Yeah, I do, yeah. People, the two actors just sit at a table and read these letters. Uh, we're actually reading from the scripts the, the entire night. And after the first uh, few minutes, nobody even pays attention that we're reading it uh, out of the scripts because we really get caught up in it. Da- Dan Clancy wrote a brilliant script. And that's why this play is so good. Okay.
3: So, so we... Again, we're unabashed fans of yours going back throughout uh your history. So let's go back to the beginning. You were in high school. You wanted to be uh, in sports. You got yeah. injured. You yeah. got into musicals.
12: Yeah, I literally broke my leg. <laughs> you to get very,
1: into show business. Very dangerous <laughs> injury. You're you're uh like severed an artery, right? Or or Yeah,
12: I had a compound fracture and uh uh I had about three or four operations just to straighten the leg out uh-huh. uh, uh, and everything. It was pretty bad. In fact, um, <laughs> you guys have done your homework Yeah, yeah. have <laughs> <laughs> talked about this in a long time. Uh, they were actually going to, they actually wanted my, my father to uh, sign a, and mom to sign a, 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 you know, a release that they may have to amputate oh my, my leg. Oh, my God. Uh, it was so bad, wow. and my father wouldn't do it, no. Being from the old country, he didn't trust doctors. To so. Romanian? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right, yeah.
3: So so you do that? You do Guys and Dolls at uh, in high school, right?
12: Yeah, I did. That was the first show that I did, and I said – Hey, I'm good at this.
3: You fell in love with it.
12: And that was it. Uh, you know, I said, this is what I want to do with the rest of my life. <laughs> my, my father was almost disowned me. But <laughs> <laughs> that must be hard because, I mean, you know, when,
3: especially, you know, the, apparently from what I understand, like a, a regular work ethic, a solid work ethic. When you say you want to go do something like that, and, as as risky as entertainment... How tough a cell was that, and you you just have to say i'm going to go do this, and that's it
12: well I, i'm I'm actually first generation Romanian, so yeah. my family came you know to america to for their kids to you know yeah. be doctors and lawyers and i come up to my dad and say i'm going to be an actor and right. it's like yeah uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, the funny funny thing about him is I won him over I, I literally out of acting school, I got one of the last national tours of the original Greece. uh and uh we uh uh, we were playing in sh- my hometown of Chicago, you were playing Zuko. <laughs> yeah, I was playing Danny, and uh, we were going into a very big theater into Chicago, and there was no and, and nobody really knew very much about Greece at that time. Right. The movie had not come out uh, yet. Uh, it was just a, a hit on Broadway, and you know there were a few national tours, so the company manager said look we 're having a lot of trouble with this opening night we 're going to paper the house. Tell your dad that he, you can ha- invite the entire congregation." Mm-hmm. So, oh, man, that's a prof- oh, I I, Greece. Didn't, I didn't mention that my father was a, is a priest, an, oh, a, an wow. Orthodox priest. Right? They and, can get married. And or Greece e- is Eastern very, Orthodox priests can get married.
3: Yeah. Greece is very profane. <laughs> the, the, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, the stage kidding? show.
12: Yeah. I'm giving the finger on the show, and it's just like, you know, the original Greece was not meant for kids. It was mm-hmm. meant for adults, I'm looking back on their lives in right. high school. Uh, so and, uh, he brings down the conversation. So th- I, there were like, you know, 500, uh, you know, uh, Romanian people screaming. <laughs> screaming and yelling and they had their uh, gypsy violins and they were going <laughs> <laughs> singing the accol- every time i came out it was there was a big cheer it was then that they my father was won over and he okay you know kind of although he didn't understand when i, I ended up getting uh, television and film when i i was doing tj hooker <laughs> he 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 didn't really understand what, what that was all about so he says you you work for one hour. What do you do rest of the week? <laughs>
5: That's
1: great.
12: You are a bum.
1: That's <laughs> a good question. Not right? realizing. <laughs> going going to your, your television career, Steve had reminded me a, a part of your career that I, I had forgotten about, but you were the host of Dance Fever. Yes, I was. You took over after Denny Theriault yep. was gone.
12: Yeah. and uh, That was a blast. It had to have been, right? Yeah. I, I, at that time, you know, there was weren't many opportunities to do music music in in television uh in the 80s and uh i had done grease two at that point uh and all but i was a song and dance man originally uh on broadway and uh, it was a syndicated
3: um, show and it was it was actually huge it it, It it, was monstrous it it, did and it was it predated kathy all of these uh dance judge shows yeah. Quote unquote. Like
2: the, yeah, the earlier time of that. Right, and it was, <laughs> yeah. there was
3: nothing like it. And you had uh, Motion, I think, was the backup group, right, that right. Danced, danced with you?
12: Yeah, yeah. In fact, Wayne Gretzky's uh, wife, uh, Janet Jones, was uh, one, of, one of the, the, what, the she girls. She was one of the dancers, yeah. Motion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. Yeah, there you go. You've got You've had a video of <laughs> We're watching of, the yeah. video yeah. of it. It's a dirty job, but somebody <laughs> has to do it. How about oh, that mullet, huh? <laughs> that hair. Dude, you may
1: have just taken the crown as the greatest mullet <laughs> yeah. ever. Yeah. I, like, I oh, even wow. liked you on this
3: show. And, and I, I was not, I'm like, I, there's, I hated Denny Terrio. However, I loved you <laughs> well, on the thanks, show. So, thanks I, a lot. Uh, Adrian's a <laughs> man's doing this that I'm going to watch. <laughs>
12: Yeah, I, I look back on some of this stuff, and the, what were we thinking in the 80s? I know. I mean, some I of the outfits that they even put me in, I I was in spandex. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, it's all coming
3: back,
5: though.
12: It was just... Uh, it was a time where
2: everyone looks and goes, what were we I know.
1: Listen, it's coming I, back, though. I Not
2: like that. Adrian Although I
12: just cut my mullet off last week. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Listen,
1: I, had, I had a world-class mullet in the 80s as well, and I always justify that by... Okay, so did David Bowie, so did Bono. Some of the coolest people on the planet had yeah. that style at the time. We were all we were under all that bizarre influence. Yeah, yeah so, absolutely. We were all know. doing it. And
12: I, <laughs> <laughs> While I was doing T.J. Hooker, I was still trying to grow a, mu- a mullet and yeah. uh, and everything. And Aaron Spelling would would always yell at me. I was our boss on on yeah. that. So. You
3: had some rockin' ass hair on T.J. Hooker. <laughs> yeah. and, and also, you, you did it for me. A
12: lot of hair for a cop, believe true. <laughs> <for, laughs> yeah. And you
3: and Heather Locklear with massive yeah. manes of, of hair. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, the, you did a thing for MeTV, and it was true because on on uh, TG oh, Hooker you, you, you were constantly that? with your shirt off, <laughs> and it was. Yeah. And so uh, was there sort of a thing written into your your deal, or did you did <laughs> every episode have at least one post workout scene where you were? shirtless
12: because you're always in good shape you know the funny i I got into this business because i wanted to be an actor right (laughs) that's it i never even wanted to do television film i just wanted to work in theater that's all i ever wanted to do and then one thing happens and then you're just whisked away and suddenly you're in hollywood and you're you're doing all this stuff you're a good looking guy though you're photogenic so i'm sure that that worked in your favor right (laughs) of course it did but all i really wanted to do is have good acting roles and whatever and uh you know when. I was the when I arrived in Hollywood. I was the poor man's John Travolta. There weren't a lot of guys who looked Italian and could dance really well, right, right. Because I had been doing Broadway shows and stuff, so I got pigeonholed into this punky thing, and yeah. that's all I kept on doing is is that stuff. And my ma- my manager said, "Trust me, this will get you the roles that you want," and he was right, yeah, because. Uh, when when I wasn't doing hunky things, I was looking for like TV movies with substance to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you uh, did. The, the... It was a good balance. Well,
3: Jesus, I, I, you're you good friends with Bill Shat, Ch- William Shatner, right?
12: Yeah, I'm actually. Uh, we're currently working on a few projects with his uh, his production company. Actually, we're. So I'm letting it out right now. We're actually thinking of bringing Hooker back. Oh, that'd B- be... In a comical way. That'd okay. be awesome. awesome. Perfect. Bill is 88. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They,
3: they yeah. did an SNL parody one time that's a classic because he would always jump on the hood of a car during the show. Yeah. And it's like a cross-country chase. Where I he's... think Dana Carvey played your character. <laughs> yes, did, yeah.
12: But the funny thing about it is, is that when we did Hooker... Bill, Bill pretty much did push the envelope on asking for ridiculous things yeah. for for Hooker to do. Okay. I mean, we had like technical advisors from LAPD there. And, and he said, look, no, no, no I, I got this idea. I got this idea. How about I just I just run over to the helicopter and as it's going up, I just grab onto the rung of the helicopter. And as we're up in the air, I take my gun out and I go, bring it down. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the TA standing there going. Nobody would ever do that. <laughs> right, right, right. No, trust me. Trust me. This, this is going to be exciting. Yeah. and The audience is going to love it. And he would do stuff like that all the time, and it was like, oh, here we go again. Oh, then,
6: oh that's the, great. Uh, the 80s were a different time, you know? They did really ever, were. <laughs> did you ever see the 1987 National Aerobic Championships brought to you by Crystal Light that were hosted by Alan Thick? Yes,
12: yes, yes.
6: Okay. Uh, the reason I bring it up is that watching the dance um, stuff, it, it sort of reminded me of that because I had these aerobic stuff going on in the background. Did you ever take a like that, and immediately regret it, or look back on it a few years
12: later and <laughs> re- regret it. Uh, there were a lot, because <laughs> you were a working actor, but you also yeah. got to pay the bills and pay the rent. It, it, exactly. Uh, you know, I like, when I again, I, when I became an actor, I wanted to cure cancer with my acting, right? But yeah. it ended, I ended up doing musicals, and there's very few musicals you can cure cancer with. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, none come to mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> So I ended up doing, like, again, these silly, hunky rolls and everything. But then, you know, then you keep on doing them. Back in the day, now we have likes and how many followers you have, like on Facebook. Back in the day in the 80s, before the Internet and everything, there was a Q rating.
4: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
12: And like uh, the here. Q rating would say, OK, how many actors do we have that has a 80 Q rating and this and that? OK, we're going to bring him in, bring him in, bring him in, to pair with the lady who has this Q rating and stuff like that. So you're a victim of the system at that time. Uh, and all you can do is just hope and pray that you can get uh, decent scripts.
1: Uh, if you're just tuning in, uh, Adrian Zemet is here uh, performing in Middletown at the Delaware Theater Company. That's going on through the second. So uh, get your tickets now, DelawareTheater.org. A lot of people texting in about various parts of your career since we're talking about that, Adrian. And somebody, the top text here says, Poor man's Travolta, my ass. Yeah. <laughs> he made Bachelor Party, uh, which is an absolute, it's, it's one of my favorite films. And you Wait. have one of the best lines in the movie. I think personally, me and my friends still see it from time to time, when the when the moment is right, I only have a part of it, but you're talking to Tom Hanks' character, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you probably know what I'm going dr- to
12: to. Drunken guys, dr- drunken college kids come up to me all the time and say, say it, man. <laughs> <laughs> say it. So you're like, I but wish know, somebody I could to love. Tom, and... Tom was jealous that I had all the quotable lines yeah. in the show. I mean, I know which one you're going to bring up, but I had several. Yeah. yeah. I had uh, several. I'll
1: just Go play ahead. the, the short ahead. part of the clip, which yeah. is this. Hey, look at the cans on that bin <laughs> <laughs> Well,
12: you're, yeah. you're
3: telling him, so, man, I really would love to have a relationship. I would love like, to
12: have this relationship that you have, and someday I'll have kids and and, and be happy, and hey, look at the cans on that
5: bin <laughs> and that's oh,
3: Honestly you are so damn funny In you know, the opening sequence Where you're the, the photographer, photographer. To The kid's photographer <laughs> This busty milf yeah. comes in and people don't remember, I was reminding mm. Preston this morning, you actually go over and you start to get in the picture and yeah. you actually push the kid out <laughs> of the way. <laughs> <laughs> we put him down
12: to go to sleep. Oh. <laughs> and, and we're posing on a girl's breasts How? and everything like that. You know, that movie, uh, yeah. it, 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 Tom and I lived very close to each other. So and, and so we, we we lived in Studio City and the the, 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 the uh, uh, soundstage that we were shooting this at was uh, in Culver City. So it was a pretty good distance to go uh, on the on the 405 freeway and you so you we car- on bosom, bu- bosom buddies right yes yeah, yes so yes know. i played johnny midnight his right. <laughs> his uh, boyhood friend from yeah. uh, from camp so you knew him uh, oh yeah. yeah 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 and we so we carpool carpool to work because we could go yeah. to in, in the carpool lane and everything and as every day after we you know we get in the car and go we're our careers are over <laughs> <laughs> Our careers are really over. What are we doing? Yeah, this this is going to be terrible. Yeah. No. all we did was show up for 13 hours a day and goof off. Yeah, yeah. almost nothing of what the script originally was was in there. We just ad libbed. We just goofed off, and and honestly, some of the funniest scenes. In the movie, never made it into the movie because we had gotten an X rating.
3: It
5: was rated
12: X? Uh, yeah. It, wow. It, back then, the, the, the ratings huh. were a lot stiffer. Oh, I uh, yeah. want to see that. Uh, and then go back <laughs> and do that? It pushed us over into an X, so they had to edit a lot of scenes. Everything you saw, like, in in, in, in something about Mary yeah. and, and stuff, we oh, did yeah. that. We did yeah. all that stuff, you know, t- 15 years before that. I mean, there's a horse scene.
1: There's a horse. <laughs> scene where there's a, horse <laughs> a, a donkey seduction. show. Oh,
12: yeah, donkey let me tell about this. <laughs> yeah. (laughs) The donkey the donkey actually died. What? What? They brought him back to life. No. They literally (laughs) they literally shot him (laughs) with some shot of something to for him to go "Eh, eh," and then he keeled over. And his heart stopped.
10: Oh, my God. And we've
12: got all these people, these people, you know, there's like a hundred extras. Many of, you know, the girls are, are half naked and everything. We're all standing there going, oh, my God. They killed the donkey. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Lord. You resurrected a donkey, Adrian man? And they did the, the whole yeah. adrenaline thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, they put yeah. the, the, oh my God. the in his heart and he came back. Because the donkey oh in the
3: movie is, yeah. is, and we're showing the scene, is, 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 is he, uh, lapping up a whole bunch of the drugs that are right. on the table. It's a
12: snorting
1: coke. Canem. Tony yeah.
12: she, that girl, she was one of the top uh, burlesque uh, shippers in the country.
1: Uh, thank you. I knew she was yeah. someone special because I yeah. was a young man when I saw that. And uh, <laughs> dear Lord, she was one of the sexiest women <laughs> I've ever seen. It's, so the
3: movie, the guys behind her, like uh, Pat Proft, who did the, the Police Academy Great movies. Great guys. Yeah. And uh, yeah. uh, Israel was, I forget the director. Neil Israel. Right. These yeah. guys were doing all of that next wave of comedy yeah. that became iconic <laughs> stuff to <laughs> us. Yeah. And, and this and bachelor party is at the forefront yeah. of I mean, there is so much that is wrong in this movie. I'm sorry yeah. to hear all the laughing in the background, it's but the, the scene is playing scene. on our monitor right yeah.
5: now.
4: He literally Let's... snorted the donkey snorts three lines
12: of coke. <laughs> yeah, you definitely. It's a, it's a real good kids movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I really so Proud. You're thinking your career is
3: over, yeah. but oh but
5: God. no, no, no. And and it, it,
12: honestly, when we saw the first cut, it was like, but t- 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 Tom and I looked at each other. Was, this is funny. Yeah. What the hell happened?
4: Uh, is there any chance you could go back and re-release a director's cut? By any
12: chance, or is it too late? Back back then, they didn't save that kind of footage. Yeah, oh, now man.
3: now they do all the time. And they do it they, all the time yeah. because of
12: everything they do. But honestly, there was one scene that was absolutely hysterical. So we're we're, we're the the bachelor the party's not going very well the hookers haven't showed up we're we're sitting in the in the in the hotel room looking at a at a Shirley Temple movie <laughs> right, right. and it's just not going the well the hookers go it. to
0: the wrong Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so
12: then i say you know rick let's let's go downstairs and get something to eat i'm hungry so we we get into the uh, i'm not going to do this to say this on radio this was cut <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he i said you know sit in this booth this is the best booth in the place so he sits in there And uh, all of a sudden, you hear a zipper sound. His eyes light up. There's a girl underneath who Uh is... Care of going him. to give him a happy ending of, those, yeah, some, yes. of some sort. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, saying my gift to you. Yeah. And we see the the minister who's going to marry him walk into the restaurant and go, Oh, father, over here, come on, over here. So he comes to the edge and he starts having a conversation with with us. And Tom's going, Oh Jesus, Oh Mother of God, Oh Mother Mary and Joseph. Oh, he's writhing and everything. And and I say. He always says grace before he eats.
5: That's great. He
12: can't take it anymore. He gets up and runs out. I said, Father, sit here. It's the best seat in the house. Oh. <laughs> Close up on his face, you hear the zipper sound, and his eyes go oh, up. That's great. Didn't make it in the movie. Oh, we wow. had offended everybody else. They didn't want to offend the Catholics. Uh-huh. So.
1: It's so now, freaking funny. You, you and Tom were friends. Uh, could you tell then what, what a talent he was and oh, yeah, what he was going to yeah. go on and to And honestly,
12: be. one of the nicest guys in the business. That's... Everything that's ever happened to him, he deserves every bit of it. He's a great, great guy. That's great. Very talented. Wow! Yeah, uh, I wanted to ask you, you know about, a lot of like, people will know this, but Tom was not originally cast in that role, and mm-hmm. neither was Tawny Cattain.
3: Tawny Cattean was the it girl of the time, and she was the, yeah. the White Snake videos. It predates. I Do think you know White Snake yeah. Who was?
12: Well, we shot one month with the other uh, cast. Who was it? Oh no way! It was Paul Reiser, really, and Kelly McGinnis. Nope. Oh my goodness! Did now, they get fired? Well, there, the producers just felt there wasn't a chemistry going on yeah. uh, and everything. And, uh, Tom, they had just seen uh, 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 a screening of Splash. Okay. Oh and they, they said, we really need to get that guy. You uh, know, that's
10: like, uh, for this.
3: I couldn't even imagine, and Paul Reiser's talented, man, oh, but he's he, great. He, he was, just doesn't have he the He was kinetic... very
12: funny. Was he? He was very funny. It yeah. just wasn't a chemistry th- that was going that's on. That's
1: happened before, Back to the Future. Eric yeah. Stoltz was, uh, they filmed for quite a while with him right. in the yeah. lead role. And, uh, and The there's... scene
6: where he falls and hits his head, that's Eric Stoltz's head. Uh, when he falls out of the tree, bonks his head on the... Uh... I didn't know that. Yeah, that's Eric Stoltz. Wow,
1: mm-hmm. okay. Didn't well, know
6: that. It's uh, it,
1: if, if you've never seen bachelor party and uh it's it's worth going back for a visit a number of people also texting in asking if we're gonna bowl tonight <laughs>
12: you know it's funny i've i've had the the great fortune uh and lucky to have two cult classic movies that are really they're, they're targeting completely different people yeah <laughs> and it, it's just really kind of kind of cool after all these years you know in in theater which is really my first love, and that's why I still do theater. I, right. If I'm going to be doing television and film, I'd rather be behind the camera these days. But if I'm going to act, I, I'd rather be on a stage because I could that, see that is the actor's medium. It's, yeah. it's electric, it's like a drug. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Greece, too, it, it was one, an opportunity to put almost, it was my Danny Zuko that I put on film.
3: Right, because yep. you weren't, you weren't. They had to create a, they yeah. created a, yeah. another yep. character, which is basically Danny Zuko. Yeah, uh, and it was, it was a weird thing because you had a uh, Grease comes out. You have Travolta's on a on a meteoric rise. You have Olivia Newton John. You have all these big stars <laughs> in it, and then they go with Grease too, and they cast
12: not unknowns, but but, s- but they actually did something really kind of uh, they were took a big chance. Yes. in what they did, uh, they did not it was very unique what they did they also created a they they created a musical that was never a proven hit on broadway right mm-hmm. uh so none of these songs had, had ever been heard it didn't have a track record or any, uh, anything and a lot of uh, people you know Gre- Gre- grease one obviously was was a massive a huge uh, um uh success but it, grease did not actually do b- badly it, it 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 in its uh, uh theatrical release it made about 80 to uh, to 100 million dollars i i watched uh, it at that time and people think that it wasn't as big a hit but to the today, yeah. it outrents and outsells Grease one. Really, uh, it's more kid friendly, and it's oh, actually more th- of the essence of what Grease, the original Broadway show, was about. Hmm. It was about all the t birds. It was about all the pink ladies. Uh, whereas the the movie uh, of Grease became a, a vehicle for John and Olivia. Mm-hmm. In the uh, in the play, Kanicki sings "Grease Lightning," not to, not Danny. That's true. It's his yeah. car. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah.
12: Uh, Everybody has had a song in in the in the in the Broadway show to, to tell you their story, and that's what. So it's more of an ensemble piece. And Grease 2 was directed by uh, Pat Birch, who was the choreographer of the Broadway show. So she wanted me to do that role badly because. They wanted, they wanted to put a rock star in that role because there weren't any known faces. Michelle had just done, I think, Hollywood Nights. This with, is Michelle Pfeiffer. With Tony Danza right, right. at that point. It wasn't a big hit or anything like I that. Remember and it, yeah. and, and uh, Maxwell Caulfield was not, he was an English actor, <clears throat> but hadn't done much. And they really wanted a rock star uh, in that role. But Pat wanted me to do it. So she strategically brought me in. After they would see like a, one of like Casey and the Sunshine Boys or right, one, yeah. one of the Gibb brothers or whatever. And then I went in and said, all right, it's still his. All right. it's still his. Until after 12 callbacks, they finally said, wow, oh, it's his role.
3: Well, yeah. honestly, I watch it every time it's on. It has a good energy to it. You're, again, sort of a self-deprecating, funny guy. The whole bowling sequence is pretty, you know, it's. It You can't help but get swept up in it, and it has its own energy. And, and to this yeah. point, you had a lot of talented people involved with it.
12: Yeah, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of people came out of that uh, that thing. Even the Seagal twins went on, the girls who were the cheerleaders, went on to uh, have their own series. And D.D.
1: Dee Dee Kahn was the only uh, member uh, of the carryover. First, or What's first. Yeah, yeah, she, she came was a over carryover the over
12: from, the, from the the first one. Yeah. And is she still in this performance yes. in Middletown that you yes, yes, she is. Yes, and she not, is. Is. not only that,
1: but Anson Williams is as well. Yeah. And, um, Potsy from uh, Happy Days. Yeah, and Sally, Struthers and Sally Struthers uh, is, yeah.
12: uh, is also in. And I actually did Grease with Sally here Really, in Philadelphia. Many. We came through many times. We did the Tommy Toon Reversion uh, 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 in the '90s, and I think we were here through through, through uh, Philadelphia several times. Wow, Wilmington several times uh, uh, and all. But uh, go ahead. Well, <laughs> you you
1: have a lot of fans in Philadelphia, and to prove that, I'm gonna I'm gonna show something to you. I don't know if anybody has made you aware of this or not, but I, I think Steve Steve made a, an offhand comment one day about. Uh, somebody getting an Adrian Zemed tattoo. So, we do this We do this uh, feature every Tuesday called Tattoo Day. People come in and actually get a tattoo from our show. It's called The Press and Steve. You know, they'll get a tattoo with us in it. And we've been doing it for years and years and years. We had a guy who called in and volunteered to get oh, an Adrian Zemed tattoo. God, I'm looking at it right this now. This is a guy. <laughs> that's your face on his right peck. It's huge this was just this was within the last year within right?
3: the last year yeah yeah that and we the had guy this done.
12: eagerly came in <laughs> yeah. please tell me that that's not permanent that's permanent that's, permanent.
1: that's a real tattoo on this man's chest so when chest. he's
12: 90 years old and I look 90 on his chest <laughs> yes what was i thinking <laughs> So, we took a picture of you from Greece, too, and, and that is
5: now permanently on this guy's
12: chest, Adrian. This, this reminds me of, a, of, a, of a, something that Sally Struthers said about uh, t- tattoos back when we were doing Greece. She said, Oh, yeah, yeah. I, back in the 60s, you know, I was a flower child. I got a tattoo of a butterfly on, on, my, on my butt. Now it's going into its cocoon.
1: <laughs> That's hilarious. So, you do indeed have some rabid fans here in but, Philadelphia.
12: Uh, honestly. It's a it's a great show and it's a magical cast. I mean, uh, we're we're having a lot of fun with it. And That's great. It's we, we we grab everybody and it's very funny in the beginning, but then it gets gets pretty serious uh, oh, in the middle. There. And it's a show. It's a show about saying you, we've got to stop and smell the flowers. We hmm. have to like grab the moment. It's a good message. It's at the at the end of the the, the show. It's like. Uh, it, it, it makes you say we've got to do the things now yeah. that we're going to regret that we didn't do. Right.
1: Yeah, a number of texts are coming in of people who did mm. see it at the Bucks County Playhouse and absolutely loved it. Uh, so now it's moved to the Delaware Theater Company, uh, and you can get tickets. It's on the show is only through the second, so you got this weekend, and that's it. Uh, and delawaretheater.org is how you can order those. So I, I recommend it. It's, it's a win-win all the way around. Yeah. yeah. Well, we are we are so delighted that you had a chance to come by here. We are big fans. It's nice to come in. We <laughs> knew you'd
5: be great. We yeah, be we, we you'd be cool.
1: <laughs> That's great, man. Excellent. It's my pleasure. And you know what? We should do a promotion where we go bowling with Adrian. Yeah. Out. How cool would that be? Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, some love for Adrian's man. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Oh, hey. Thank you so much. We'll take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Hey, we Need Your Blood. It's time to roll up your sleeve for the I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive Saturday, June 15th. Last year was the second largest blood drive in the nation and with your help, it'll be number one this year. So we're headed to the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks for this year's drive with kids' activities from Aim High Studio and Painter Treasure Ceramics. Plus, Rita's Water Ice and Alex's Lemonade Stand. The Red Cross is always in need, especially leading into the summer months, so make an appointment
3: now at WMMR.com. All donors get the newest. Preston and Steve t-shirt and this year's pint glass from Window Nation. Hundreds of donors will be randomly selected for free tickets to one of these
1: concerts at the BB&T Pavilion, the Smashing Pumpkins and Noel Gallagher on August 8th, or Alice Cooper and Hailstorm on August 16th. Tickets for these shows are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Our 14th annual I believe for Preston and Steve blood drive from the American Red Cross Penn
3: Jersey Blood Services region and 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first.
1: Uh, We have guests in the studio to promote an event, but I must get to Bizarre File Stories first. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen <laughs> and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre. Bizarre File. All right, we'll begin with this gentleman in northern Michigan. He's accused of robbing a Walmart store, but he did it three times in one night. Mm-hmm. He stole about $6,000 worth of merchandise. A guy named Matthew Brown was charged with first-degree retail fraud. So, If he's convicted, he faces up to five years in prison. Now, Brown first entered the Walmart about 1.30 a.m. on March 22nd. He stole some electronic items. He dragged the items to his car, parked in the store's lot, loaded them up, and then drove away. But police say he wasn't done yet so he allegedly returned to the store 20 minutes later don't they say they never returned to the scene of the crime yeah not this guy but he took more electric electronic items put them in a shopping cart this time to make things easier well you gotta shop left without paying and again he loaded the items into his car and drove away he wasn't finished after that brazenly he returned to the store a third time and took more merchandise without paying for it Officials said in a statement that the items Brown allegedly took included three 50- to 65-inch TVs, a drone, an AT&T cell phone, a computer building kit, a flashlight, a Schwinn bicycle. A Schwinn bicycle. Let me ask you something. Do they have a security system there at Walmart? That's a good question. He also took an HP Pavilion desktop computer, PS4 racing wheel, mm-hmm. and a Western Digital 6TB hard drive. Is so. it just the honor system? Maybe it is at this particular yeah. store. I'm not sure. Troopers reviewed the store security system footage. Ah, they do have one. It works really well, obviously. They interviewed witnesses. They identified Brown as the suspect. They went to his house, and they found much of the stolen property and found more of it in his vehicle as well. (laughs) There was something similar that happened
4: to the Walmart down in Springfield where the guy just kept going in and taking TVs. Yeah. I guess he took the first TV and was like, whoa, this was really easy. Easier than I thought. And he just kept going back, and then eventually he, he ended up getting pinched. Yep.
1: Uh, Here's another story. This is a uh, trial, I believe this is in Japan, trial of a 44-year-old man who stands accused of uh, confining and assaulting his 36-year-old wife in their apartment after he had learned that she had been sabotaging his attempts to become a YouTuber... For over a half a year. She was uh, sabotaging his YouTube dreams? I'll I'll explain. Yeah, prior to the incident, the man began posting videos highlighting some of the city's restaurants and sightseeing spots and collecting revenue from the number of views that he got on YouTube. However, in addition to clicks, he was also getting several offensive and negative comments, such as, you idiot and baldy. And in March of this year, he learned that it was his own wife who was typing the insults and found out (laughs) that she had asked acquaintances to leave offensive comments as well. Uh, Enraged by the discovery, the man bound his wife's arms and legs with whatever he could find, such as tape, and then he allegedly uh, kicked her, caused injuries. Wow. Uh, During the trial, the man admitted to the attack, and both sides rested their cases that same day with the prosecution requesting a three-year prison sentence on this guy. Uh, the ruling in the case is coming down on June 2nd. So we'll see what he ends up getting out. <laughs> going him Yeah, Exactly. Uh, two high school seniors, Taylor Broderson and Jimmy Lou, were preparing for a joint graduation party this weekend when something went horribly awry. The six hundred chicken fingers that Taylor had ordered from the Maple Grove Raising Canes restaurant they discovered, uh oh, had been picked up by somebody else. Oh dear God! Six hundred chicken fingers. The party started. Shall in Shall we call this the crime of the century? I think you would. <laughs> Thank you, Gene Simmons. Six hundred chicken fingers. Uh, the party started in an hour. Taylor uh, in an hour. Taylor said it was kind of a shock. Like. Someone stole our chicken. He's right. Uh, Taylor's dad, Shane, was suddenly an unprepared host. He summed he, it up pretty well. He had nothing to feed his 300 guests. Uh, he said, I, I reviewed the crime footage. It appears someone stole your chicken fingers. <laughs> Shane said, I never made a contingency plan for stolen chicken. And Jimmy, why would you make a plan for <laughs> stolen chicken? Jimmy said, what would you do with all those chicken fingers? Good question, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Jane Broderson uh, didn't file a police report, and Raising Cane's hasn't either, though. A spokesperson spokesperson said they've investigated what happened. Uh, the manager said... This goes deeper. Uh, ...said uh, make sure... That the manager actually did make sure that Broderson got 600 new chicken fingers in order to feed the graduation party. He started them off with 200 right away and had 400 more in an hour. I got some information from a man named Deep Beak in
3: a parking garage. <laughs>
1: Deep beak. I know what happened to your chicken fingers. Mm. Do tell. Uh, all right, this is uh, you may. You guys may have heard this. I love this story. Uh, some meetings are truly faded. A guy named Ben Cordenton from London was scrolling through Facebook when he spotted a Canadian guy that looked like him, had the same name, and was dressed as a banana. That popped into his uh, suggested friends area. So the 21-year-old sparked up a conversation. As he happens to own the same banana suit as this guy. They look alike. They have the same name. They both own a banana and suit. And Facebook helped facilitate this friendship. Somehow or another. And they found that they were both... You might sp- like this other banana idiot. They were aspiring comedians who loved rap music and video games. Their birthdays are just a week apart. Within five days of this happening... They planned a get-together, and Cordington flew to-, to Toronto to meet this guy. Wouldn't
3: it be great if when they meet, they end up hating each other, yeah. and <laughs> <he> actually, <laughs> killing each other?
1: He actually says they got on like a house on fire. So I guess that's a British term or something along those For bananas. Lines. Yeah, for bananas, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Anyhow, But they ended up uh, having a wow. lovely time. Kind of a bizarre... A confluence of events that brought those guys together. <laughs> and there you go. That's what I have for you in the bizarre file this morning. All right. Uh, our next guest is here to tell us about an event that's coming up tomorrow. And there's so much going on with this that I'm a little confused by it. So I'm glad she's here. But it's one that will be a lot of fun. But I'm looking at this list of things that's going to be yeah. going on. I don't know where to start. Uh, so let's uh, please welcome the vice president of the board of CF Charities. Uh, this is Kelly Kaplan. Yeah. Who is here Hello, Kelly.
13: Hi. How
1: are you? Nice. I'm doing well. Nice to see you. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So uh, tell us, uh, number one, tell us about CF Charities for those who may not be familiar.
13: Uh, CF Charities is an organization that we started about 15 years ago to basically give a bridge or
1: a pathway
13: for kids looking to go to careers in college.
1: Okay. Okay. And uh, they need financial assistance, we do guidance? Finance.
13: We do everything. Okay. We do scholarships. We do mentoring programs. We do backpacks, school supplies, scrubs for kids in STEM programs. We do the college signing day. Okay. So
3: anything that's going to help facilitate them get in to an education. thats Because a lot of times certain charities focus in on one thing in particular, and, and this you're sort of filling in the
1: gaps on multiple things to help them get to where they're going. Correct. That's yes. awesome. Okay so the uh now the gala is on Saturday in fact it's uh is it Saturday and Sunday? Oh uh, we have Yeah the supercar show. We have an amazing amount of things going yeah. on. We
13: uh yesterday we had a track day okay. at New Jersey Motorsports uh tomorrow we have uh, axe throwing. For um, people that are coming into town from all over the country, so
3: when people come in, they get access thrown at them.
13: Uh, pretty much. No, no. <laughs> no. 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 You never
3: know. <laughs> you, never you never know. know. So, by the
13: way, this is going to
1: be at the at the Bellevue Hotel. Just a, a heads up on that. Right.
13: So. Then mm-hmm. we have the Bellevue Hotel. We have the gala Saturday night, um, where we feature our our, our lip sync battle, um, which is like the big competition. <laughs> so Celebrities, yeah, yeah. right? Participating. That. Okay. Yeah. So the lip sync battle. Uh, last year we had Rodney McLeod and Trey Sullivan. This year, Trey Sullivan put together an NFL team of, of uh, lip-sinkers. They're going to battle uh, a, lo- a local... Um TV personality, Bob Kelly. Yes, um, yeah, we know Bob, then, yeah. yeah. And then um, also another local radio personality. Maybe Sick. next year you guys like to get a team together. That'd be really
4: awesome. Yeah, there maybe you if you would ask us ahead of time. <laughs> yeah,
5: well, I'm
13: something asking like you that. now. How about a year? <laughs> Yeah, so, and then Sunday we have our 7th annual Supercar Show at the Wells Fargo Center. It's uh, from 10 to 2 on Sunday, June 2nd. It's $5.
4: No, your husband is a... Um, Uh, Is he a Ferrari guy or a Lamborghini guy? Or both?
13: He is probably more of a Ferrari guy.
4: Okay, so when you go to this show on Sunday at the Wells Fargo Center, it's Ferraris, Lamborghinis, like all those types of supercars, right? All the
13: Ganinis. yes. Okay, yes.
1: (laughs) Uh, So... um, does somebody buy like a, a one-time ticket for all this stuff, or are each of these separate?
13: There have been people that have bought um, one a ticket that's a VIP, all includes all the passes. Um, are I they still available? At this point, um, our gala is sold out. Okay. okay. Um. Ra- Axe throwing is also sold out, and our, our track day yesterday was sold out.
3: All right. So uh, what, what is available?
13: Right now available is the car show on Sunday. That is $5 if you get the tickets online at cfcharities.org or $10 at the door that day.
3: Now that's it, nothing to sneeze at, too. But the, the, the car show is massively impressive. The
13: car show is crazy. Yeah. The car show, we have uh, hyper cars. We have super cars. We have muscle cars. We have a muscle car competition. We have motorcycles signed on this year. Uh, Harley-Davidson Corporation and Barb's Harley right. are bringing in a simulator. So if you've never ridden a Harley, you can get on this Harley. It's basically a stationary Harley. You can run through the gears and get the feel of riding Harley-Davidson. It's got training wheels. Oh, what, training wheels. <laughs> Where's the car shell? The car shell's at the Wells Fargo. Okay. It's on all the parking lots of the Wells Fargo Center. We have autocross there. We have. Um, there's a bike competition. And five bucks get you in? Five dollars will get wow. you an online. Uh, Ten dollars at the door. Free parking all day. All right.
1: Okay. Any idea how many cars uh, are involved in this? Uh,
13: we've had probably in excess of maybe four hundred supercars come in, and then uh, the muscle cars, uh, maybe a hundred, hundred and fifty. We might be do better. That excuse me, we might do better this year with the muscle cars. Um, we're hoping to get some rat rods coming in. Or, uh, I don't
1: even know what that is.
13: A rat rod is like a modification on a, a car where you basically take a car which you might have thought was you know ready for the junk, yeah. and uh, the inside of it is completely modded out, and it runs like – like, like a, a Pinto kid. or a Gremlin or Well, or usually, yeah. uh, I, I haven't seen any rat rod Pintos. <laughs> I think um, probably all went on fire by the yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> but um, there's a lot of trucks usually that they rat rod and do a modification on. Um, we also have a fair amount of hyper cars coming in. A hypercar is a car that goes over 250 miles an hour. Okay. Um, we have some of them coming in. You'll see maybe like, it, maybe you would see in your lifetime one. We probably have 10 coming in. Um, we also have the debut of the SSC Teltura, which is um, will be this summer the fastest production car to record. It's supposed to be tested this summer at 300 miles an hour. Yeah,
3: these are cars oh that you God. you uh, would. The odds of you seeing just one in a right. lifetime is right. fairly nominal. You can right. see a whole bunch for that one admission price. It's oh. pretty uh, pretty extraordinary.
13: Yeah, I see behind you have the screen with the uh, that was last year's show. We it's a Bugatti. We yeah had, we have. I think we have four Bugattis coming in this year. Um, which most people have you know, get lucky if they see one. Yeah. And then we have a lot of cars, like we have a McLaren's coming in.
3: McLaren's it, a great car. Uh, but they, McLaren's powerful. one that has the center seat, right? So there's one they seat. They do make one a version yeah. of that. Yeah. Where yeah. it
1: sits in the center, yeah.
13: Yeah, so Ferrari has one of those, too. You know, if, if one of them has it, the other one has it, okay. too. Okay. <laughs> right.
1: <Pretty cool. laughs> Were That's you right. always a car person, or did your husband kind of you take on his hobby as well?
13: Um, I've never, I was never a fast car person. I like muscle cars. I still mm-hmm. have my original 77 Trans Am. Yeah. Wow. And my husband has his original 67. Okay. Um, SS Pala. Yeah. So I guess we sort of came together with cars, but um, I'm not a. I'm more of a park and pretty. Uh-huh. Okay. I like to go and, you know, chat with people, see the owners, listen to the cars. It's, you know, kind of visceral, the sounds of all these cars. But um, as far as going on a track and going 200 miles an hour, that's really not not your deal, not my deal. All
1: right, mm-hmm. understood. Now it's a little scary. Um, well, it uh, looks like the weather's going to cooperate. I know you guys are probably being on. Oh, what's going to happen? The last few days have been horrible, but well, it looks we good this week. I
13: swear that it never rains at our event. It might never. rain, never. It might rain like at the end when we're kind of packing cars away. But, yeah, um, but. It's never actually rained on our event. Well,
3: the odds are very good for you this time around as well. So I'm, I'm hoping. Thank God. God. So this is thank like, you guys,
1: <laughs> for car people, this is like porn, man. Yeah. yeah. Think about this that. is car everything. Well, maybe next like, year you do porn. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
13: If porn you convention. like Wheels to the Road, this is the car. This is the show to
1: go to. Okay. <laughs> awesome. So CFCharities.org is C- C- where C- you can get the the correct. five dollar ticket. But if you're there, ten bucks. I mean, come 10 on. Ten bucks. You know? And
13: and it's an outdoor event, so you're yeah. when we have people bringing their kids. You know, all the owners of the cars pretty much drive these cars in.
1: Lots so of food as well. The,
13: or uh, Xfinity Live will be open, so there'll be food and, and the laboratories will be open for them. And uh, yeah, it's just it's a great event because it's you have so many car people that come in, and you know these guys with these cars. Some of them are four or five million dollars. These cars, yeah, and they're they're right there. They want you to see the car. That we've had people like let you know uh, people sit in the cars. You can go up and talk to the owners. They'll turn them on so you can hear them. It's very, you know. You, you can, can talk, talk to the cars. You can talk to We <laughs> Is have that people talk thing? to the cars. We have people take pictures of the cars. Um, yeah, it's really, it's a great event. And the people that come to the event, the people that bring the cars are just honestly so giving to our charity. It's, it's crazy. We've given out probably, um, well, last year we gave out over 70 scholarships to kids in the Philadelphia, Baltimore, and Camden area. Wow. So this year I have my first graduate of the kids that I mentor. I'm, I'm an ex-probation officer. Yeah. So I mentor kids in Camden and then uh, Kensington. And my first graduate from college is is going to be in uh, July.
3: Very this nice.
1: Year. Very so, nice. Congratulations. Yeah, That's great. Cool. Excellent. All right. Well, we will point people in the direction. If you need to get information on this, if you didn't get a chance to write it down, you can just go to PrestonAndSteve.com. we got a link right there for it. But cfcharities.org. And uh, it's going on this weekend. And uh, we wish you luck with everything.
13: Thank you. Thank you so much. And if you guys honestly can get a team together next year,
1: Mm. I'll pick the song. (laughs) Ah, All right. Thank you. Kelly Kaplan, guys. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in a second. Make sure you stay close. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an Internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Hopefully, you never feel your age. It's a kind of a good thing. Hey, we're looking for Henderson High School in Westchester. Let us know who the coolest teacher of the year was, and it's pretty simple. You just text a word teacher followed by the teacher's name of who you want to nominate to one. Uh, I'm sorry, two three nine three three three. One vote per phone number. You get the weekend. Uh, In a little bit. I'm not going to do it right now because we're going to do the lesson question, but I will do some more giveaways. Uh, Our friends at Sterling Pig Brewery are here this morning. They've been serving up food from their new location, by the way, Public House in uh, Media, or not in Media, I'm sorry, Westchester, the original location. Yes. Sterling Pig Brewery is in Media, but they've got a new location in Westchester. And You go to sterlingpig.com, we'll do some giveaways in a little while. The food is great. The beer is wonderful. Uh, And... Philly Beer Week starts. Uh, in fact, uh, opening tap is today. Un- Jesus, unbelievable! I know all these things are happening, man. We're we're getting into that. Uh, we're getting into that time of year. where it's just event after event after event. And it's a wonderful thing because if you're looking for stuff to do, there's certainly a surplus of it available. Uh, not unlike the um, uh, the CF Charities events that are going on this weekend and we just had Kelly in for. Well, the weather's going to be good for all this stuff. So, yeah, yeah, most definitely. Uh, we're going to do the lesson question, as I said, and we are going to give away a family four pack of thursday friday or sunday passes to wizard world philadelphia and nick wasn't kidding he wrote down a lot of rambo stuff (laughs) um and i have a lot to choose from and i think man oh man this is great uh there's so many good ones here what dental product would rambo use to kill a lot of people and I need the brand name all right two one two one five two six three WMMR what dental product would Rambo use to kill a lot of people two one five two six three WMMR let's see if uh, you can get it right. I'll go through the other ones after we get the answer because there's right. so many of them. Uh, but while you're calling in, we're going to do the trash. The
0: trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's
1: Hollywood Trash. All right, Steve. What stories you got for us today? Well, Jennifer Lopez and Alex
3: Rodriguez saying their wedding is not going to be a huge, super expensive spectacle. In fact, Lopez and A-Rod plan on having some fun getting married by Elvis. Not, not an impersonator, but a genetically cloned duplicate of the original. Oh! <laughs> Rachel Weiss is reportedly keeping in close proximity to her husband Daniel Craig after recent incidents in which his female fans got a little too aggressive. Weiss has even shortened the length of the strap on she uses when pegging him. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh my, oh my God. God. Lord. Just to be closer. Yes. Yes. And finally, a according- According to Women's Day a magazine, George Clooney is wasting away and looking emaciated after going on a new diet. As per the diet, Clooney is only allowed to eat when someone tells him they loved his 2009 movie, Men Who Stare at Ghosts. No, <laughs> and that's your highlight. All
1: right, thank you. Was that, was that movie horrible? I never saw it. It was. I didn't even give it a nah, time, the time of day. not good. Okay, all yeah. right. Pegging. <laughs> 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 Looks like only the guys are laughing and you're the only yeah,
8: you know interested. what pegging is.
4: <laughs> Take note of this. Eggs with pegging for next year. Uh, we Steve said it in while here. we were at you the did? event. Yeah. All
1: right. All right, let's go to the phones and see if we can get an answer to this question. Uh what dental product would Rambo use to kill a lot of people? Two one five two six three WMMR going to John. Hey John, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. All right, John. What dental product would Rambo use to kill a lot of people?
7: He would use his Quip toothbrush.
1: Quip! You got it. Hang on a second, John. Getting your information. Going to set you up with a family four pack of Thursday, Friday, or Sunday passes to Wizard World Philadelphia, courtesy of Wizard World. Gear up for a fun-filled weekend as Wizard World Philadelphia comes to the Pennsylvania Convention Center June thirteenth to the sixteenth. You can meet celebrities from Supergirl, Gotham, and more. Kids ten and under are free. Visit Wizardworld.com for information. All right, so here's a few of the other questions that didn't make it on. Uh what did Rambo order at Dairy Queen? Uh a blizzard? Yeah. Ch- okay. a chocolate chocolate blizzard, blizzard with Jimmy's. <laughs> uh what does Rambo put on at night to exfoliate?
4: uh it's a, a
1: not a is it a beauty Even mask? we're
4: terrible at this how yeah. about that
1: yeah it is a beauty mask right. who's coming after rambo this time oh uh, um the shriners <laughs> yes the shriners <laughs> in order to kill them how did rambo invite all the cartel people over was it evite an evite mm-hmm. yes uh what would get buffalo bill weston killed in vietnam is gesticulating, <laughs> hand gestures, yes. And then the last question was at Rambo's retirement community. What's the early bird special for brunch? Death, death. <laughs> uh, that was an
3: extended uh, bit there.
1: Well, the uh, <laughs> the new Rambo trailer is out, so we had to go there.
0: All right, um, we're going to get to music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3. three three.
1: All righty, uh, let's begin. Uh, we're going to start with uh, this. Okay, so we'd heard this story yesterday and found out, I guess it was a joke. Corey Taylor, Slipknot, uh, jokingly claimed to have suffered an unfortunate injury less than a month after undergoing surgery on both knees. He posted on Twitter. On Wednesday that he, quote, blew out a testicle while practicing vocals for the band's upcoming world tour. Oh, my boss. Which uh, begins next week in Finland. Taylor wrote, working on my 87 docking high notes this morning. F'd around and blew out my left testicle. Careful on re-entry, kids. And then he added the hashtags kiss of death and piss blood. blood. Uh, he had undergone surgery on both knees earlier in the month, uh, but recovered in time to appear. With Slipknot on Jimmy Kimmel, and he also played a solo shoot show two days later. Well, it's common when you
3: have knee surgery, they go in through your balls, <laughs> yeah, to yeah. Uh,
1: actually work on it. <laughs> yeah, uh, he also, if you if you don't didn't recall, he had uh, emergency surgery on his neck and spine three years ago. So, have you ever peed blood? Uh, I have. Scared the hell out of me. Uh, well, so
3: when I had the uh, the biopsy for the the prostate, uh, oh my god, that is a that's a that's a wake up when you look down and. Uh, Blood's coming out. Yeah, I.
1: But nothing had happened to yeah. me, and I pee blood, and I'm like, Oh, hey, what? I called the hospital. Or I called the doctor immediately, and they said to you know make sure it doesn't happen again, and if it did, to come in. Fortunately, it did, not but it was it was scary, dude. Absolutely, blood. You're
3: used to seeing pee come out. Yes, yeah. normally, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's where the pee comes in, <laughs> right? Out. Yeah, not blood. It was that's blood. supposed to stay in. Yeah. Uh, Green Day frontman Billy Joe Armstrong has uh, announced that uh, there will be five headline California shows for his side band, The Long Shot, uh, June 7th and 8th in Oakland, and includes stops in Town, Los Angeles, and Santa Ana. Uh, he unveiled the band last year, Four Piece, who released their debut album, Love is for Losers, in April of last year. He's had a few side projects as well. Um, this is sad news. You guys know who, I know you know who he is, Steve, but you guys know who Leon Redbone is? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. He was a, uh, a singer guitarist. You'd probably know him if you saw him. You definitely, definitely would know him if you heard him. In fact, he has a small role in the movie Elf, if you remember. He's the, um, the snowman. Uh, he's the voice of the snowman when Will Ferrell goes, hey, Leon. Right.
4: Oh, he's the
1: Burl, is right. that Burl Ives? The Burl, Burl Ives type character. Oh, he was but... on early, the early years of
3: SNL. He was always very dapper in sort of a white suit and had a, 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 a
1: goatee, Preston, was it? Yeah, goatee and hats, uh, uh, fedora and glasses. <laughs> yeah. And I, the first time I came to know him, Steve, was actually through Budweiser
6: commercials. Yeah. He did
1: the Budweiser jingle. He did. And the way he would sing was like
6: this. Well, right? that's how Casey knows one of his songs, because he sang the theme to Mr. Belvedere. Oh! Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah! Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Yeah. What song? How's it go? Never matter before. No kidding! Who cares. Yeah, we played it several times on our show. And do no you, know, you know that he passed away in New Hope? No! Yeah, that's where he lived towards the end of his life. He was in New Hope, PA, and that's where he died this week.
1: I had no idea. Yeah. No details about his death provided in the story I saw. New but Hope Cheesecake Factory. I love it. Uh, Red career got a boost in the early 1970s when Bob Dylan met him and praised his performance. Dylan said that if he had ever started a record label... He would assign Redbone, he said, Leon interests me. This is in an interview he did in nineteen seventy four with Rolling Stone. He this said, is Dylan? Yeah, this Dylan? Yes, Bob wow. Dylan. He said, I've heard him I've heard he's anywhere from twenty-five to sixty years old. <laughs> he said, I've been a foot and a half from him and I can't tell, but you gotta go see him. He does old Jimmy Rogers and then turns around and does Robert Johnson. And Dylan wasn't the only one who didn't know Redbone's real age since the performer never directly answered questions about his origin or age. The Thursday statement announcing his death explained this. It said, Leon Redbone crossed the Delta for that beautiful shore at the age of 127. (laughs) He departed our world with his guitar, his trusty companion Rover, and the simple tip of his hat.
3: He was very much about style.
1: Yeah, and he definitely had his own style. Yeah. Uh, He retired from performing in 2015 because his health had been a matter of concern for some time. The spokesman said, and it was uh, too challenging for him to continue the full range of professional activities. He released his debut album on the track in nineteen. Uh, oh, yeah, it was called On the Track in nineteen seventy five, and he had made sixteen albums throughout his career. So,
3: but seven. cites Mr. Belvedere as his biggest achievement. Um, I do not know, but uh,
1: you never know. That was a fun show.
6: He yes. also sang uh, <laughs> Baby It's Cold Outside with Zoe Deschanel and Elf. That's that's his singing voice. Oh no, kid. Yeah,
1: yeah. So he he's. Uh, yeah, he he had He's his uh,
6: he had his place, and he is dead. He was on SNL a lot early in his career, and uh, yeah. Johnny Carson loved him,
1: too. Um, Judas Priest singer Rob Halford kicked a cell phone out of a fan's hand during the band's May 25th concert in Rosemont, Illinois. The incident happened six songs in a Priest set at the uh, Rosemont Theater, where the group was playing as part of its North American tour. Uh, according to the eyewitness accounts, Halford appeared frustrated that the fan had turned on the light on his camera Ah. while filming the show, making it harder for the singer to focus on his performance. As a result, Halford decided to kick the cell phone away while the band was playing the song Judas Rising. Uh, After footage of the incident went viral, uh, Halford issued a statement in which he said, The facts are we love our fans, and you can film us all you like and watch our show on your phone rather than in the flesh. However, if you physically interfere with the Metal God's performance, you know what will happen. So he's he's not apologizing. He's just saying you know he doesn't want the light in his face. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he just we're looking. Boom! Out. Yeah, oh I love man, it. he kicked it all <laughs> the way to the back of the theater too. That's awesome. And one last story: Rage Against the Machine, Audio Slave, and Profits of Rage guitarist Tom Morello is going to publish a book about his career. It's titled Whatever It Takes. It will be later this year through Genesis Publications. Uh, the signed limited edition book will explore Morello's entire career from his first band through his most recent solo album, The Atlas Underground. Uh, the exact publication date will be announced soon. In addition to touring behind his solo LP, Morello has uh, shown, has shows scheduled this summer in Europe with Prophets of Rage, the group combined with members of Rage Against Machine, Public Enemy, and Cypress Hill. Their second album is due out later this year as well. So a book is uh, coming. And that is what I have for in Music News. And I have one last opportunity for you to win. Some $25 gift cards from our friends at Sterling Pig Brewery and Public House. So, we will take callers 15, 16, and 17 at two one five two six three wmmr and I will set you up with those. And you can check out all the information that you need to know about Sterling Pig Brewery and Public House at sterlingpig.com. We are going to take a break. We will be back in a second. We'll get ready to wrap things up when we return. And our Word of the Week prize will be given away as well. Stay with us.
0: What's new? Glad you asked. Muse. Tours.
1: Right. Yeah. New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WNMR. 10.38 a.m. on this Friday morning with the President and Steve show. And we have a lot of thank yous to do because we've had a lot of people on the program. And we've had a lot of fun on today's program, too. And a lot of that fun came from... Number one, Chris Red, who came by here, great guy, a lot of fun. He was really great, and I, I really don't watch SNL, so I didn't know all his body work, but just talking to him, he's hilarious. He played Jussie Smollett in a in a
0: great
3: skit. Oh no, it was just, it was just hilarious. Wow, and uh, he's yeah, he, he's he's his star is rising.
1: One night only, two shows tonight at Punchline, seven thirty and nine forty five. You can go to punchlinephilly.com. And I was blown away by Adrian's Med. He's exactly what we wanted. He's exactly what we wanted. After all these years, we finally (laughs) got him in here, and he did not disappoint. Uh, He's doing live theater, which he loves. He doesn't do TV or movies anymore. It's not a thing. He'd rather be behind the camera, like he said. But doing the stage work he loves, and he's at the Delaware Theater Company with this show, Middletown, which also stars Sally Struthers and Didi Kahn and Anson Williams and uh, come on yeah come I mean. on
2: well and how weird though because up until yesterday we were supposed to have sally struthers on he wasn't even supposed to come in yeah so it just kind of happened had like such a great interview and he was awesome and you guys mm-hmm. were you know excited to meet him
1: delawaretheater.org to get your tickets to that and thank you to uh kelly Kaplan who came by of cf charities their uh, big car show is tomorrow and you can uh, get the tickets and information at cfcharities.org. dot org. If you wanted to see supercars and hypercars, <laughs> that's actually Sunday. The big gala, oh, I'm sorry, the yeah, galas yeah, tomorrow. yeah, the big
4: galas uh, tomorrow, and then the big car show is Sunday oh, at the Wells Fargo. I'm Ball. gonna
1: I'm gonna be right across the street. I'm, I'm doing Ooh. the at the the uh, Take Steps Crohn's Walk on, on Sunday. Sunday oh. On Sunday, there you go at Citizens Bank Park. So I could just mosey over there and take a look at these unbelievable vehicles. Wow, mosey okay. away! It's going to be a big. Uh, the the it's going to be a lot of activity down at the uh, uh, the sports complex this weekend. So. Lots of cars this deal. Uh Yeah. So and and in fact, you can join me. You can still get uh, uh, submission to the uh, Take Steps Crohn's and Colitis Walk. Love for you to be there. And uh, WMMR.com uh, for more information. Me and my whole family will be there. My daughter has Crohn's disease, so this is very important to us.
3: This is, um, I mean, you do a, a, a number of events uh, related to this, but this is the this is the big one, right? This As is far a, as
1: the numbers
3: go, this is yeah. A mof- and, and what's going on, it's just an incredible event.
1: Yeah, yeah lots of music and, yeah. uh, and food and tons of people. So come out and get details at WMMR.com if you need those. Uh, thank you to Sterling Pig Brewery, yeah, hey. the Public House, uh, for being here. And the, uh, there was so much information handed over. I didn't quite understand this. I had mentioned their Shote German Pilsner. Apparently, that won the Brewitational. It uh, won yeah. the Brewitational. So, so number one, there. Uh, so they they took the uh, they took the whole thing on that. So congratulations. It took Bruce Place. Uh, Bruce Place. <laughs> yeah, you simply just know. apply brute everything. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, thank you uh, for coming by and feeding us. You can go to sterlingpig.com for all information. It, it, it occurs to
4: me that invitational, could it could be brewvitational or invibruitional or invitation brew. You could
1: do anything with you it. do it all, man. Yeah.
3: <laughs> invitation brew. why we live in America.
1: Um, and <laughs> let me see. Oh, before we get to the letter of the day and all that good stuff... One of our interns. It's her last day. Oh. Okay. Yep, we got to send another one off. This is Gabby, everybody. Gabby, Gabby. Gabby. your last day. It should be on. Is the microphone on? Yeah. I have it. I have to it turned on here. There, there we you go. go. All right, yeah. That's better. Hold on, Nick's right. going to help you. No how long it. you been an intern? All right. What was that? I said. <laughs> how long have you been an intern?
10: Since January.
1: Okay. All right. And uh, by the way, where do you go to school?
10: I went to Cookstown University. I just graduated this
1: May. Hey, congratulations. Thank you. That's awesome. Uh, and it, by the way, I've never asked. I just always assumed your name was Gabriella. Gabrielle. Gabrielle? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. nice. Uh, so you graduated with what kind of a degree?
10: Cinema, television, and media production.
1: Okay. What do you want to do with that?
10: Honestly, like I really liked doing radio, and I think that's something I've always wanted to get into. Mm -hmm. And on on the producing
3: end, you said, yeah, yeah, that's that's a wonderful thing to get into. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
10: Honestly, like I think learning like Marissa's role, I think I admire her so much, and she taught me so much. Like. Over the last few months about being here and honestly i really think like that's something i really want to get into excellent. very
3: cool. excellent nice and she joined the uh, mm army so yes. you'll be seeing uh, I'm gabby so excited. Out. yes yeah. <laughs> what's <laughs> your first event coming up do
1: you know
10: it's supposed to be june 15th i'm pretty sure
1: okay but you don't know what it is just yet they just have it on the counter. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Nice. Well, have you enjoyed your time as a press and intern?
10: Yes, I loved it. Cool. It's honestly so awesome, and you guys are literally so awesome. Oh, oh.
1: you're the best. Thank you. Well, yes. well, does an event, any event, stand out in particular that that's been fun, or have you gone to our events? We have so many. Yes, yes. Them.
10: the cardboard classic. I oh. thought that was literally so cool. It was fun. <laughs> it was so time. much fun. It was my first time going, and like even working, and just being there, and just. Being around the atmosphere, it was really enjoyable. I loved it a lot.
1: Nice. Well, you got many more to go if you're going to be in the MMR. Yes. Uh, Good luck to you. Thank
10: you so much. Have
1: a great summer, and thanks for being a part of our family. Thank you, Gabrielle.
10: Yes. Gaby
1: did a great job. We know her is on her way now. Uh, And with that, out with the old, in with the new, or is it out with? Out with the new, and in with the the old.
7: old? I think it's the latter. Yeah.
1: How are you, man?
8: Gramps is fine, thanks. <laughs> Excellent.
3: Well, you know what they say? You're only as old as the blood in your urine. Wow. Yeah.
1: Hey, if you were indeed a grandfather, what would you want your grandkild- grandchildren to call you? If, if you said Gramps, I couldn't see you being a Gramps or like a like a Papa or a, what do you think? I'd say, hey, Mother Effer. Hey, Mother Effer. <laughs> yeah. Kids,
5: just to
8: drive your
1: kids What crazy. was
3: that, the
8: man and my little girls? Poppy? Was that what he Poppy.
3: Yeah, hey,
1: poppy. poppy. Hey, Poppy. Mm, yeah, no. Pop-up? Yeah. No. no. Pop? No. Mm. Big Daddy? Grandpa? No. Okay.
2: Gum-gum? No! <laughs>
1: yeah. Peepaw? Uh, Peepaw? You don't like any of them? Yeah. Ding-ding.
2: <laughs> Do you want to be a mum
8: Maybe. Chimp? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Um. Sylvia, (laughs) Sylvia, we'll work. This is Grandpa Sylvia. Text your suggestions to Pierre this afternoon. (laughs) Thank you. you. (laughs) What what would he?
8: His grandfather. Don't worry about your favorite teacher. Your favorite grandpa. (laughs) Yeah, your favorite (laughs)
1: grandpa. Handle. What would it be? Uh, Well, you know what? Uh, We've been. Chatting for a bit. Let's let's do our letter and then we'll find out yes. what you got in
0: store. So here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR.
1: Now the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve shows brought to you today by the letter. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
8: yay Yay for the letter. Why is in Yay. Y is. <laughs> or Yahoo or right. Yellow or Caller Seven. Yeah. Caller number
1: seven 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 two one five two six three WMMR. You will get to take a crack at it. So hopefully you've been keeping track of the letters. We'll get you in. And see if we can uh indeed get you a prize uh we have a beautiful day in store uh and i'm sure you got a beautiful show in store thank you
8: sir we yeah. have a rolling stones block in honor of ronnie wood's birthday tomorrow and charlie watts on sunday so uh the guitar player and the drummer of the stones have a birthday one day apart uh we got a block of the struts including some of the conversation from the Barbecue that we had with the guys and um we have a cool event happening in Ardmore. It's their Unlimited Devotion Hippie Weekend, uh, uh, and they bringing they're bringing in once again the great Wavy Gravy. The uh, oh my god, uh, the Woodstock yeah.
1: counterculture guru. Yeah. Uh,
8: yeah, I mean he's such a wild guy. He's come in the last couple of years and chatted with me. We have a couple of pieces of very interesting tape from him, but um, uh, he's a fascinating guy. He was the MC at Woodstock, and he's the guy that said. Uh, what we had in mind was breakfast in bed for three hundred thousand um, legends. His full name is Waven's Gravenstein. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, yeah, but uh, for you know media purposes, he showed it <laughs> Wade to Waven's Gravenstein. He yeah.
3: is the epitome of a of a character. And uh, you're mm. right. Just the I, if you want a representation of what Woodstock and the spirit of the mm. festival was about, that'd be him.
8: He also, though, has done amazing charity work over a number of years, helping kids with these kids' camps in the Bay Area in San Francisco. Uh-huh. So he's a really good human being. Oh, that's but, great. Uh, yeah, great guy. So he's, he will be honored, and at the Ardmore Music Hall, they got a big thing going. So uh, that all leads us to a block of the Grateful Dead. So um, that will be our
1: musical selections for the day, and uh, it will be fun. Love it. All right, let's see if we can give away this prize. We're looking for caller number seven, and that happens to be Steve. Hello there, Steve. Hey Preston. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, sir. Do you know what the word of the week is? Yes, it's
7: beg. Spell
1: spelling. What was it again? Spell the word.
7: B A Y.
8: Grandpa Sylvia has a hard time <laughs> hearing sometimes. Um
1: <laughs> Yes, hey, 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 day
7: hey, in the morning.
1: Hey! I couldn't tell. <gasps> uh you got it right, Steve. And Uh, that means that we have some VIP passes to Wizard World, Philadelphia, courtesy of Wizard World. Uh, So we'll be geared up for a great weekend as Wizard World Philly comes to the Pennsylvania Convention Center. June 13th to the 16th. Get to meet celebrities from Supergirl, Gotham, and more. Kids 10 and under free. Visit wizardworld.com for more information. So hang on the line, Steve. we got those VIP tickets for you and you. We'll be good to go, my man. I want to thank our sponsors. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme, the official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show, also brought to you by Dunkin', the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show, and brought to you by uh, West Virginia Tourism. Yeah! It draws you in. It pulls you back. It's pure and unspoiled West Virginia almost heaven. It is
3: beautiful if you've ever been.
1: Uh, and I'm going to do a last-second giveaway. What? Casey just handed this to me. Um, how many should I all, should I do the rest of these? Yeah, why not? One, whatever. Two, three. <laughs> all right, three callers. You will get a pair of tickets to see Indiana Jones Raiders of Lost Ark Ooh. Saturday, June 15th at the Man, and you'll be able to watch the movie on the 40-foot screen paired with the epic score performed live by the Reading Symphony Orchestra. That is awesome. Uh, three colors. All right. Visit mancenter.org for tickets and info, or you can call 215 263 WMMR if you're one of the first three colors. You get those tickets. Next week on our program, um, Jimmy O'Yang, uh, who you may know from Silicon Valley and Crazy Rich Asians will be in our studio. Uh, Vanessa Bayer from SNL is getting in touch with us. Love her. And we're going to talk to Bert Kreischer and see how Bert's doing. He had blown out a b- blood vessel in his eyeball last time. He looked was like talking. Dracula. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have those guests and more next week. That is it. We are done. Rage on and have a great weekend, gang. We'll see you later. With Reston and Steve. Love you. Thank you.
6: Live. You know why birds are so dirty? They're dirty because they eat with their peckers.
12: Next message.
6: This message is for cases.
2: Snakes! No!
12: Next message. You know what I love when you're in a customer service position and they go up and they're really pissed off and they're complaining? They go, I know it's not your fault. I don't give a. F-! Don't talk
4: to me. The Preston and Steve love you,
0: hate you line. Call 484 434 1333. MMR
8: rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com.
9: Jack, sell them for less.